You're listening to Couch Coaches on the home of Fighting Saint Football. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. Intercepted by the Saints in the end zone. Touchback. Oh, that was electric. You can't defend that. There's no way to do it. Lauren Stefanski with it on the right hand. He's going to pop it himself from distance and he go. got it. All tied up. There goes Tobo Tay. 70 yards. Creeps a three-pointer. He That's got big. it. That's big. How about the freshman get yeah. big minutes? Connolly, yes. Oh, baby. Lab Woods ball game. That's a Saints winner. That'll do it. And now your hosts, Alex and Ben. morning it is thursday march 24th 2022 701 and 20 seconds it is just one couch coach to begin the morning ben will join us momentarily uh we're a little slogan out of bed this morning i think we all are we've all got our own personal issues to deal with in the world and that's okay so we're gonna start off with just me hello everyone i'm alex and this is couch coaches we've got a great show for you planned out for today, let's get a look at it. MLB points this hour, our divisional predictions. Once Ben gets here in studio, we're going to tell you exactly who we have winning each division. In the MLB, of course, we have NBA points, and we will be joined by special guest coach Sean Mahalik. He will join the couch for the first time, our NBA correspondent, Sean Mahalik. He'll be on air with us. NFL points to end the hour. A lot of weird stuff going on in the NFL, including that Tyreek Hill trade to the Dolphins yesterday. What? What What is that? It's a great trade for the Chiefs, I think. The Chiefs fleeced the Dolphins, in my opinion. We'll talk about that later on in the show. And then the second hour, of course, we have to talk about March Madness. The round of 32, we will recap it just as we recap the round of 64 on the podcast exclusive over the weekend. And, of course, we will preview the Sweet 16, give you our predictions, who's winning and why. And then, of course, hot takes presented by Hot Mike Sports. Well, probably going to be March Madness related, I would think. You, you don't know, though. You got to tune in to hear it. You got you to be there to see exactly what Ben and I have cooked up. And then, of course, our Saints of the Week, which very contentious this week for Saints of the Week. But I think we got it narrowed down to the rightful winners. So without further ado, let's get into some MLB points. That was legitness. I don't know if that was legitness, but it works. All right. Carlos Correa to Minnesota. A three-year deal worth more money than I can ever dream. Somewhere in the 105 to $110 million range. Carlos Correa to the Twins. What does this mean for Minnesota? Does this make them a contender? Minnesota is one of those teams that Last year, they competed in a lot of ball games. They, they, they weren't terrible. They weren't great by any stretch of the imagination, just like 
a lot of the AL Central. In fact, everyone except for the White Sox. But I, this puts them near the top of the AL Central. It, it, it's pretty darn close, at least. The Twins last year were a 73-89 and 89 ball club. For comparison, they were chasing just seven games on the Cleveland Guardians, who finished in second place in the division at 80 and 82. I think this puts the Twins into a competing position. They still have a relatively young group of guys here. Byron Buxton, Carlos Correa. They've got some guys on this squad. Does that make the Twins contenders in the Central? It puts them pretty darn close. 12 teams are making the playoffs this year. And with where they are right now and what they've put together this offseason, you can make an argument about them potentially being that wild card team. On the other hand, in the Central, the Cleveland Guardians, they've really been shopping everybody. Jose Ramirez, I thought he was going to be gone. He's still there as of this moment. In fact, he hit a home run yesterday or two days ago, I beg your pardon, in a spring training ball game. So he's still making his case known. He's still a darn good baseball player. He is not going anywhere in terms of his skill. I think Cleveland still shops him, especially as we near the deadline in the season, which is still a very long ways away. There's a lot of baseball to be played before then. But if Cleveland is underperforming in any way, I think Jose Ramirez is gone. And I think the Twins will settle as next year, the year after this upcoming season, 2023, as the year to start competing. And in the background of all of this is Scott Boris, the agent of Carlos Correa, the guy who is the agent for what feels like 50% of Major League Baseball at least. I don't think that's undershooting it in any capacity. I I think that's a very fair estimate of how many people Scott Boris represents right now. It it feels like a lot. This is a very small deal for a Scott Boris client. You know why? Because Boris would not have reaped the entire benefits of a mega deal right now. Something with the contract that he has with Correa, he has to wait a few years before he can get the big chunk of change he really wants. So, Correa signs this short-term deal with the Twins of all teams. That came such out of left field. The only good part is he didn't go to the Yankees. I can take solace in that. So, Scott Boris has an evil plan in place. Now, does that mean he ends up going to the Yankees in three years and getting a Supermax deal? Yeah, probably. But at the end of the day... Who cares? At the end of the day, the Twins are still not, in my opinion, at a point where they can compete entirely in the AL Central. I still think this is the White Sox division to lose. And thank God the Sox signed Joe Kelly because now they can embarrass the Minnesota Twins and Carlos Correa uh, with that man, at least. Hi, Ben. 
Don't forget that they have Jose Ramirez, though. That, that's, that's, that's two MVPs, like MVP caliber players on the same team. It's definitely possible for them to win the Central. Morning, Ben. Hey. <laughs> I woke up at 6, fell right back asleep. And Alex calls me and goes, where are you? And I go, what do you mean? Like, I forgot that the world existed. Dude was five slumped. Yeah, and you know what? I, I wish I was, too. I'm not even going to cap, bro. <laughs> I, I'm so tired this morning. I'm so tired. Do you want to Do I have to play the intro for you again, Ben? Do you want to? No, absolutely not. Okay, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Trevor's story to the Red Sox. Yeah. All right, let's move there. Let's Tre- see how he hits outside of Colorado. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Is Trevor's story going to translate outside of Colorado? I say yes, because Nolan Arenado has done just fine in St. Louis. Just fine. Yeah, I mean, there's some stats I've seen on it or something. Like, he has a 289 OBP outside of Colorado. Uh, that doesn't suck. <laughs> it doesn't suck, but it's like, for what he got, it's like, I don't know. But um, So did the Red Sox overpay? Is that what you're getting at here? Probably. I mean, probably right now. But then now that I say that, he's going to be like the greatest baseball player of all time. Fair. Uh, but I don't know what they're going to do with Xander. Like mm. who's going to move to the to, uh, mm. to second. Mm. That is a very interesting point. Xander Bogarts being moved for me. I, I haven't always been the biggest fan of Bogarts' shortstop play. Now... I think Trevor Story would be an easier transition for him from shortstop to second base. I've seen him play it before in Colorado. So I would not be surprised if Story starts the year at second base. And then once Bogart starts to boot the ball around a little bit, maybe we see Trevor over at short, Bogart's at second. But who knows? I... Another possibility is some play at third base for either one of them. Who knows? But... That's a lot of speculation there. I am by no means an expert on the Boston Red Sox. We'd have to call friend of the show, Evan Sherrard, up. Yes, from Boston. From Boston. Boston. Big Boston guy. Big Boston guy. Huge Boston guy. So we would have to ask him about uh, all of that. So now with Xander moving, and this is kind of getting into your, excuse me, with Trevor Story moving to the Red Sox, with all the action that goes on in the East, there are four teams that you could argue could win the division. And I know this kind of gets into our divisional pick, so you don't have to give it away. You want me to give it away? No, I do not want you to give it away. Don't give it away, Ben. Don't do it. (laughs) I'm just going to go down the list, actually, now, of all my division winners. Just all of them? Yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) Who is the team to beat in the American League East? I think the team to beat is probably the Red Sox because they had a better free agency. Really? Than the Yankees. Okay. I mean, they well, at least... From what I've seen, like the general consensus, like because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the Yankees didn't go and get Correa, the Yankees went and got nobody. Yeah, they got they, they got rid of Donaldson. Gary Sanchez. Yeah. So and a forty year old Josh Donaldson who hates Garrett Cole. <laughs> yeah, I think that with it being the way it is, it'll never be. I mean, the Blue Jays just with the popularity of the Sox and the Yankees, you have to lean Sox and Yankees, and I think the Sox had a better free agency. Yes, but I would argue the Blue Jays overall had a better off season. They have made their team better as a whole. Did they do it through free agency? Not necessarily. But they most certainly went to work in the trade market. That Matt Chapman deal still looms very large in the American League East and changing that landscape. It's okay. We talked about it last night, but that's fine. You can forget. I forgot last night, too. It's totally okay. Matt Chapman to the Blue Jays. 
again, not through free agency. So your, your, your take is still very valid here. Free agency was much better in Boston than it was in Toronto. However, I think Toronto had a much better offseason, and they are set up to win the American League East. I really do think that Toronto, does that make them the quote-unquote team to beat in the East? You know, because are people going to want to come out here and just, we're going to beat Toronto? Right. No. Right. They haven't been that way since Jose Bautista bat-flipped that bat that still hasn't landed against the Orioles. It's still flying somewhere. Greatest baseball moment. <laughs> yeah, it's, that might be a top top two baseball moment in my lifetime. Yeah. Top two. The other one is when uh, Rugnet Odor punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a, that's a basketball sound. Yeah, that's a good sound. That's though. a basketball sound. Yeah, Rugnet Odor did beat him Doesn't up pretty good. Doesn't he play for the Yankees now? Yes. Classic. Br- brutal. Yeah, team. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Doris going to punch somebody in the Blue Jays just for fun now. <laughs> Bo Bichette. Just Bo Bichette and Craig Biggio. I'm sorry, Kevin Biggio. Oh, man. Vladdy, that's a squad. Dude, I'm telling you, that infield's nasty. Vladdy at first, Kevin uh, at second, Bo Bichette, the greatest hair in baseball at shortstop. And you have now Matt Chapman at third base, who is arguably the top three third baseman in baseball. Put Nolan Arenado up there with them. I mean, those are really... Honestly, that's my top two. Nolan Arenado followed by Matt Chapman. That's nasty. That that is a fil- That might be the greatest one-two punch in terms of the corners in all of baseball. That might be the best corner bags in all of baseball. Yeah. Did I say Jose Ramirez with the... Yeah, Jose Ramirez is still on the uh, uh, Guardians. Yeah, that was my fault. It's okay. I just remembered that. It's all good. We're having it. It's been a rough morning for everybody. Yes, man. It's been a very, very rough morning. Good morning, Ben. How are we today? Let's start it over. Brutal. Brutal morning? Yeah, Brutal. that's okay. You know what? I could not have gotten out of bed and gotten in here in five minutes and spoken a, in a word that could be understood. I tried. So I, I, tried. I, I give you lots of credit for showing up and being able to speak the English language. Well, I appreciate you saying that after I was late. So. Yeah, hey, you know what? We all have bad days. It's your first day late to work. Don't let it happen again! <laughs> Onions. 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 Double order. Come on. Get that man a double order of some onions. I'm still confused on the context of that. Why why did he think it was necessary to say that? That's just what he says every time now. Bill O'Reilly just yells onions. I mean, uh, Chuck Swirsky for the Chicago Bulls, whenever there's like a big shot, like at the end of the game, buzzer beater, you go, onions. Baby onions. I'm like, like what is that? Is Why that, onions? Yeah, is it like, because okay, you're gonna cry? Then, yeah, like, I, I, thought, I don't. I don't get it. That's not some like onions. Onions. Like meaning that that I don't know about. Yeah, is there like a hidden meaning to the word onions now? And if so, what? <laughs> Urban Dictionary onion. <laughs> that just sounds like a terrible search try waiting to happen, dude. Uh, I'm going to have to bleach my eyes if you do that here in studio. <laughs> yeah, that could be pretty brutal. Oh, uh, man. We're going to take our first break of the day, and when we come back... I'm going to go to sleep. We're going to predict our division winners. Ben, you just want to take a nap here in studio? Yeah, I'll just... Well, I, I won't try to, and then I'll just pass out. Bad, 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 Word. Cool, 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 We'll be right back. Couch coaches.
This is Couch Coaches. Oh. I'm Alex. That's Ben. You yeah, put on the announcer voice there wow. for a second. Yeah. I, I, ah. How can you hear this music and then not go into announcer voice? It's, it's too hard. I'm not Joe to. Buck for ESPN. Yeah. Oh. I know, right? Oh, no, Joe Buck on the World Series. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Baseball is so back. A casual fan, get ready. We are so back. No more Joe Buck. It's a, it's a legendary time. What, but a, what a time to be alive. Really Joe Buck in football, good. Joe Buck in baseball, not good. I just That simple, guys. If there's a simple. way to call game, like see it without the announcers at this point, I just feel like the pro announcers are just so far behind us. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, stop being so humble, dude. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to slander anybody. Yeah, let's, let's, let's just start let's slandering look. people's names. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, you know who's really bad? This guy. Yeah. This guy. This is not good. And you know who's really great? Gus Johnson. Moving on. Yes, MLB, go Gus. <laughs> MLB divisional predictions. Mm. I'm Alex. Uh, I'm Ben. That is Ben. Yes. Ben, yo, would you like to start or should I with the American uh, League East? Start with the American League East. Yeah, we've been we've been talking we AL East. This one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I kind of dropped a hint about what I was leaning, what I was thinking, and all that jazz. So I'm running with the Jays here. Okay. I think it goes Jays. I think it then goes Red Sox in second. So I do think they're a very competitive team in the East. And then I have the Yankees over the Rays. I think this is where it gets controversial. The Yankees, like like many have said, terrible offseason. Terrible. Not good. Not good. They did get rid of Gary Sanchez. Mm, that's always good. But it's still the Yankees. If they can stay healthy and with the bats they still have on that roster, your John Carlos Stantons, your Aaron Judges, people. Say that again. Still needs to be extended. Fair enough. I... I still think the Yankees just find a way at the short porch to make some noise, and they end up third. I have Tampa Bay, and I know this is going to bite me in the butt because Tampa Bay will do some they Tampa Bay stuff. Yeah, they They're going to end up w- winning 105 baseball games. I don't know how they'll do it, but they will. I have them in fourth place. That'll bite me in the butt. And then, of course, Baltimore. Th- thanks for coming out, Baltimore. They're a good squad. Cedric Mullins. <laughs> Cedric Mullins is MVP caliber. Adley's going to be fun to watch. I, the Orioles are going to be a fun team in baseball. They just play in the best division in all of baseball. If you want to win 65 games, you want to see a team do that, Baltimore's your team. Go to Baltimore. Yeah. Show out to Camden Yards. I do think Baltimore's going to be fun. I just don't think they they don't win. They won't win a lot of baseball games. And that's okay. I forgive them. Brutal. It's not even good for Adley's like development. Yes, now it he, has is. To, he has to play like Sevy and he has to play. That's kind of the point. Sale. Don't you want to? He's not going to get a hit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Better than Jared K- uh, Klenick of uh, Kelnick. I'm sorry. I always mispronounce oh, his name. Oh, in Seattle. In Seattle. Got his first hit on like his first at bat and then ended up getting sent back down to the minors, batting like 098. What a pimp. <laughs> what a pimp. It's a solid move. Just. Take your young star, your budding star, find his confidence and just slash it. Yeah. Just kill it. Exactly. Uh, but anyways, for the, That's for the Mariners um, front office. For the AL East, I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. Wow. Good. That makes sense, right? Everything I just said makes sense. Yes. That was a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. Vladdy, MVP season. Yes. 
MVP arc. MVP caliber season. MVP arc. Boba submits himself. He's top five shortstop in the game this year. You know, Fernando Tatis not going to have a good year. You know what I'm saying? Not as good of a year. You know, he's hurt a little bit. Tatis 6. See how it, how it bothers him. <laughs> like, you know, I think that the, the Blue Jays are in a really good position. I agree with you on the Yankees that they could absolutely come out of nowhere. And, or not come out of nowhere. It's still the Yankees, and they're still so talented. And they could they could definitely. Full shizzle. They could even win. Mm-hmm. But uh, to be honest, I didn't rank them one through five. I just kind of gave a winner. Uh, a winner, and then I went with my wild cards. All right. Do you have any wild card teams coming Two out of there? Two wild card teams, Red Same Sox and Rays. Oh, I've got Red Sox, Red Sox I, and Yankees I, I gave out. the Rays instead of the Yankees because of I, I can trust them. I hope that happens, mm. but I don't think it does. I hope it does. I hope so, Because, God, I hate the Yankees. To the Central, uh, really quickly, White Sox, Twins, Guardians, Tigers, Royals. Why are the Guardians on my list twice? I do not know. <laughs> But it's White Sox, Twins, Guardians, Tigers, and then the Royals. I would say Guardians number two probably would win it. I don't okay. think Guardians number one has the talent, but Guardians two, the second time he said it, <laughs> I was pretty convinced. Yes. Okay, one more time. White Sox, Twins, Guardians, Tigers, Royals. Go, Ben. Uh, twins. Twins. Oh! Correa. Oh! Twins because Buxton. You think they go from the number five team in the AL Central to the number one team in the AL Central? I think they the made the season. moves, too. I mean, the Tigers ain't doing it. Like... Javi Baez? End of sentence? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Javi Baez and Akil Badu. Period. <laughs> I do love Badu, but I think the Twins made the right moves. A, a slightly weaker division, and I'm like, okay, they could pull it off. This is a fun pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that, that is in a, uh, a baseball onions pick. Yeah, okay. That, that's that's an onions pick. I'll give you that one. To the West, do you have any wildcard teams coming out of the Central? Uh, I do not. Uh, the Sox, the White Sox. Yeah. So you have the White Sox getting that uh, last. Top, one. That's your wild last card wild spot. card. That's that that is your last wild card. Interesting. To the West, I have the Astros, the Mariners, the Rangers, Angels, and Athletics. Ben, I have a feeling you have another Onions pick. Probably, man. Uh, right. I just want everyone at home to know if it hasn't been mentioned already. I am the casual fan, <laughs> like to a T. It feels like, like I know the stars on every team. And then that's it. Like that end, is end it. of sentence. Yeah. yeah period. Um, Semicolon. Yeah. So I definitely overrate the wrong people and underrate the the wrong people. But uh, I got the Mariners. Because remember, casual fan. Yeah. I hey, saw their end of year. Saw, yeah. He watched the last five games year. of the season, and I was, I was like, like, "Yes, this team is fun." Yeah. And then I think they did something cool this offseason. Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. That's solid. Did Kyle Seager retire though? Yeah, he gone. No, that's brutal. Uh, it's okay. He was old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it because I hate the Astros. Yeah, I hate the Astros too, but they are very good at baseball. So I'm going with the Astros. I mean, they lost Correa. Does that matter? No, it's still the Astros. It does not matter to me. Nothing changes. They got there. like Kyle Tucker. Tuck's nasty. Uh, Kyle Tucker is filthy. Who's out in left field? Killer hitter. He's like 23. Well, Conforto's done. Right. But Conforto is also gone. That's huge. I'll have to look it up after. Out of way, Ben. Way to be. I'm on top of things. Way to be on top of things today. <laughs> to the and I have the Mariners. Getting into the playoffs via wild card. So I appreciate that. Okay, I'm not that's that for far. you. Yeah, that's that's for you. So my three wild card teams: Red Sox, Yankees, Mariners. My division winners: Jays, Sox, Astros. All right, to the NL, the East, the Phillies. Nick Castellanos and Bryce Harper, the best corner outfielders in baseball in terms of a one-two punch. 
Phillies, followed by the Mets, the Braves, the Marlins, and then the Nats. Ben. Uh, Phillies. Phillies all day. Uh, Castellanos is going to hit so many drives out to left field at the worst timing. How, I did mean, I, how, how did I know? Bryce Harper, as far as TikTok told me, was extremely underrated last year. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to trust that. For sure. And I'm going to trust the editors. And I'm going to say that the Phillies win this, uh, the East. Sorry. All right. The Phillies win the East. Is that something ridiculous to say? No, I have okay. them winning the East. Oh, okay, it's not sorry. crazy. Sorry. I just... They just haven't done it in a long time. That's all. So it'll be weird to see it. But it'll be nice to see them actually succeed for once at something. Uh, they definitely won't. Congrats, no. Bryce Harper, on your uh, third place finish in the National League East because of our predictions. To the Central! <laughs> St. Louis, congratulations on winning again in the second weakest division in baseball. You yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the Brewers do grab a wild card spot, though, out oh, of the word. Central. The Cubs, Reds, and Pirates, thanks for coming out, especially the Reds and the Pirates. They, 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 they are like the Orioles. Just don't show up to the baseball yeah, field. The Reds sold this <laughs> yeah. offseason. Yeah, what were the Reds doing? They had a, they Do had they had even decent, like baseball? They had an okay. I mean, the, the Cardinals are stacked from, from the casual fan's eye. Everything is from my eye. Yes. It's probably blurry, okay? A little bit. That's but the fine. Cardinals seem really stacked, okay? <laughs> Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill is who I was thinking of. Nolan Arenado. Arenado. Don't they got someone in right that's doing it? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't even. I, I love just watching you sing. <laughs> I got to think, man. Yachty's coming back for one more yeah, year. Yachty. I know that. This is a retirement tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is a squad. This is a squad. Yeah. I, uh, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Any wild card? Yeah, I've I've got to mention that the Braves are making the wild card. Word. In, um, the last division. They're they're close to winning it for me, but they had a negative off season. They did have a very negative off season. Quickly to the West. This one's wild for me. I've got the Doyers, the Dodgers. Yep. Followed by the Giants, Padres, Rockies, and Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, try and win 60 this year. That's your goal. Uh, <laughs> and then the uh, Giants and Padres get wild card spots out of the West. Uh, yeah, I have the exact same thing as you. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Padres are always, I, I, I can't trust them as a Padres fan. And no, I do, I'm not a bandwagon. Okay, I've been through some really hard things. He's got the hat. It's okay. All right. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> nah, it's cool because I bought a hat a few months ago. Uh, <laughs> it's not even an old hat from like when you used to live out there. Nah, man, I got a bunch of signed hats though. Okay, I used to, I, I used to love that team. See, I, I, I was a very baseball was my number one sport. I knew everything about it mm-hmm. when they sucked, and then they got good, and I was like, Nah, I'm a casual nah, now. Yeah. <laughs> this I'm like, sucks. I'm a like casual. <laughs> uh, yeah, Padres and Giants. I I went either way with two or three for the Padres. Uh, either and Giants, one of those three teams could win the division. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, really. I mean, all it takes is a couple injuries from the Dodgers, though. Mm-hmm. It takes some big ones. No Tatis for the Padres as that's well gonna, for the first real. three months. Keep I an eye if, on that. If he was in there, I probably would have put him them at two instead of the Giants, but. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Maybe don't ride a motorcycle next time, Tatis. All right, when we come back, we will be joined by Sean Mahalik. In stew or not? In stew, yes. All right, let's go. NBA points with with new couch coaches, NBA analyst, Sean Mahalik. Well, that's beautiful. Isn't it? That's sick. We'll be right back with more on Couch Coaches. Bangers only. Couch Coaches on WCSF, Juliet, 88.7 FM. I'm Alex. That's Ben. We are joined in studio by the newest coach to join the couch. More cowbell for Sean Mahalik, everybody. Hell yeah. 
What's going on, guys? Great to be here. <laughs> Sean just sounds absolutely yeah, enthused to be here oh, yeah. this early in the morning. <laughs> you can move down, Mike, towards you a little bit too, boss man. I don't, I don't know how these work. Just, kind of, just kind of pull it towards you. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. You got it. That's, you got it. That's that's rhyme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got it. Uh, WCSF NBA points Indeed. as we. As we do every week, uh, Ben, this is kind of your segment. Would you like to take the wheel? Not, not really, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I wanted to talk about who the greatest shooting big man of all time is, really quick. I didn't, I didn't put it in the notes. That's time, okay, but I thought That's about a, it. Okay, and Carlton Towns is like, he's easy to say because he's right now. Yeah, well, and you did so put Cat in the notes as one of the hottest basketball players. Yeah, he's they're hot right now, so it's like it's easy to talk about them because. A few games ago, he had a 60 piece and everything. But Kevin Everyone Durant and their said, mom's dropping 60, though. Can I know really it, put Sadiq any? Bay had 60 or 50 or whatever. It's like, all right. Like, it's not even hard anymore. I could probably drop 40 then. But it's like... Uh, 1.2 points are per game on JV for Ben Merrick. No, but Let's okay, that but that's mind. so... Like, if I wanted the stats, <laughs> I'm a team player, dog. All right? I was a defender. This is That doesn't show up in the stats. I'm a big know-your-role know your guy. Yeah, exactly. Like... Uh, I average like three blow buys a game, <laughs> at least forty-seven hand claps. Like, I was about that, but like those are management numbers. How many, how many said, slap the floors, bro? At least <laughs> <laughs> no slap the floors, but Put like in his place. That's if somebody up. dropped a water, like I'm there with the towel. Yeah, for like sure. I'm for sure. on net. Uh, You're too white to be slapping the floor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even tough. Like if I was tough, like. Oh, like yeah, what am I gonna do? Like if I'm a Michigan State commit, that's way different. Yeah. But I'm you're not. I'm on JV. I should be <laughs> slapping the floor. Period. Exactly. All right, go back to Cat. Uh, anyways, yeah, Kevin Durant said that he loves Cat, but Dirk is still number one. And I think that that got me thinking. So I wanted to know everybody else's opinions on Dirk or Cat or somebody else, shooting wise. Shooting big man. Yeah. There's nobody better than Dirk. I agree. There's nobody better than Dirk. And he's bigger than Cat too. Mm-hmm. That man could. He's nasty. Yeah, he was shooting 45% like it was nothing. From three, I, there there will be nothing more iconic, I think, in terms of, like, somebody's shot form than the Dirk fadeaway. Everyone and their mother can recreate the Dirk fadeaway just for fun. Will we hit it? Absolutely not. But we're going to try it. <laughs> yeah, we are absolutely sure. going to try it. Go One ahead, Sean. most unstoppable moves in, in NBA history. Yeah, I mean, Cat, that, that's what Cat that doesn't have doubt. anything like that. No, he doesn't. I mean, he's he's... He knows how to play the game for sure, and he's got a bag of his own, but not not nearly as much as Dirk, I don't think. In Dirk, terms of shooting, he looks like a guard. Cat looks like a guard. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Dirk, though, I mean, people always talk about, you know, Steph Curry revolutionized the game, which is true. Mm-hmm. Everybody shoots a three now, but Dirk was like the first big man to really bring value to shooting at that position. At his height, what was he, like seven foot, I think? Seven, seven, one. Something like that. And to be the best player on his team at seven foot and shoot the three the way he did, like, that's unmatched. And he won a championship against the Heatles. That's true. With that style and no real supporting cast. Yeah, it was Dirk and... Give respect to my That's guy, it. Jason Kidd. Yeah, I was about to say, 40-year-old Jason, Jason, Jason Kidd, Kidd bro. Like, <laughs> hey, Jason, Jason Terry had a big uh, big game two, big game Jack. three. I forget which one it was. <laughs> it was one of them. He had, a, he had a big one. Yeah, I actually, I agree with you, Sean. I didn't even think about how Dirk revolutionized the game. Like, he was the first real big, big to stretch the floor. 
Mm-hmm. And now it's so much more common that it's not as impressive. It's, it's still very impressive what Cash doing, but it's not as impressive because you see each team has a shooting big man. And so Dirk doing that, winning a title, I'd probably go with that. Alex, you got any final thoughts on that? I, I said my piece on Dirk. Big Dirk guy. Play, could, place I the game the right way. Grind you. Yeah, I was about to yeah. look at you. Nice, 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 nice tall European right up your alley. <laughs> Come on, man. German thunder. <laughs> Sounds really brutal. Zion Williamson, he's done. Yeah. Did an East Bay off the backboard and almost broke the floor. Padded floor. Padded floor. Padded floor. <laughs> Padded floor. I mean, yeah. It's cool to see. It's like it's the same thing for me as Ben Simmons hitting threes in uh in practice. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He's not coming back. Yeah, he would have rushed him back. back. Yeah, that's fair. I, I I was a little confused by that because I got I got the update saying Zion out for the year, yeah. and then the next day I see a video. The of next him, video of him on the, the craziest dunk I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, like his ankle doesn't even matter. Eighty five pounds too. Right. That man, he was chunky in that video. It is mad impressive that he can still get up like that. Exactly. Packers still need an offensive tackle. That's if what I'm Zion saying. Need, if, if his <laughs> phone is open. Yeah, if he needs something to do this winter, I, I think we got a few ideas for him. That Pelicans team though. With CJ, Brandon Ingram, Zion, um, Jonas Valanciunas playing the way he's playing. That's a squad. That's that's a play-in squad because of how deep the, the West is every given year. Like this year, though, I think if they were fully healthy, that's a top eight seed. Yeah, Pell's at 30 and 42, currently 10th in the National Basketball Association. Without Zion, CJ's only been there like three weeks. They're, ch- they're only 28 and a half games back of the Suns. I mean, it's hey. not over yet. Yeah. It's not over yet. Wait, isn't that impossible? I think it is, is very much impossible. Yeah. There's, like, there's like 10 to 12 games left in the season based on what team you are. So, What do you think about the Pels next year? With Zion back? Yeah, everybody healthy. Maybe they win 40 games. <laughs> I think that's an overrated team. I don't think Zion has as big of an impact as people think he does. Dude was the number one pick, and we've seen him play 30 games. He's an all-star. Ex- yeah, because he dunks cool because he has social media following. Like, that, the All-Star game, that's not an accolade anymore. That's true. People just get voted in because they have a lot of, of followers. Zion is an overrated big man. He Look, was he a great talent in high school and college? Absolutely. He's played 40 games at, at the professional level, and he has not had a big enough impact, I think, to alter a season so much to take a team from 35 wins to, say, 50 or 60. Sean? I agree. I agree. Um, Like you said, the All-Star game, that doesn't really mean a whole lot anymore because of how much the fans decide. I mean, for God's sakes, Zaza Pachulia was going to be a starter. (laughs) Wiggins was was a starter. Yeah, Wiggins was a starter this year. Wiggins was a starter this year, who... By the way, has been having probably one of his best seasons, but all star. That doesn't starter. make him an all star. Nah. Just because you're having a good individual right. season by your standards, does not make you an all star. But then, uh, as we were talking with the Pelicans, I just I don't know if it's front office, if it's player development, they dysfunctional. But they they just can't seem to figure it out. It seems like I mean they had Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins at one point mm-hmm. and got bounced in the first round. I think to the Warriors. The Warriors, yeah. obviously, a great team. And that, I mean, but that was before they had Kevin Durant. Yeah. And then they had, they just trade everyone. Mm-hmm. And they get a great future in, like we said, 
Brandon Ingram, Zion. They had Lonzo Ball, right. Josh Hart, Stephen Adams. Mm-hmm. Like, they had such a promising future. And in two years, take. they scrapped it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dysfunctional team. Uh, and that's kind of the concern now is that Zion's going to be on his way out this offseason. To where? Who's, I he's going to get ridiculously overpaid. He, he will. He, he will. To he, do what? Sit on the bench healthy, 40 games a year? When he was healthy, he averaged 29 and 11 in his second season. He was a legit. How many games did he play in that MVP, season? Uh, 41. Yeah. But he was a legit MVP. <laughs> I caught the 49 and 11 in 40 games. <laughs> he was so impressive. It's like he, in his second season, he did that. And then he also has like defensive player of the year candidacy in terms of interior defense. Like when he plays, he impacts the game more than more than seven wins. Especially in today's NBA, where Sadiq Bay dropped a fifty, you could see it a Zion <laughs> sixty piece. Like yeah, he could drop sixty, that still doesn't make him. He might hurt his knee <laughs> or his ankle, but like he might score sixty going going like two for six from three point range. <laughs> two for else six is, is just, generous. Yeah, he still had that one cool inside. moment where he went and hit four threes in a row. That dude is sick. All right, you guys, you guys no. gave up too early. I no. All right. The Heat, are they frauds? And does Jimmy Butler suck? Yes. I saw that. I saw that post on social media last night. I was like, what is this talking about? First, they're the first seed in the East. Like they're frauds in the first seed. You think? (laughs) Yeah. Are they susceptible to one eight upset? Say if the Nets get in through the play in and are the eight seed. Kyrie now that's a tough thing. (laughs) I wouldn't I wouldn't say if they lose to the eight seed Nets, they're frauds. That's mm. just like it's just the NBA. That's yeah, I guess the NBA. I mean, the Nets should not they are not an eight seed team. Right. But based on the way they've played, obviously in their record, that's where they're at right now. Yeah, that doesn't tell the full story for sure with yeah. Kyrie being out and when he plays, he he plays. Mm-hmm. Last um, night he's back. Yeah. yeah. Last night Jimmy Butler and Udonis Haslam apparently got into it on the bench. I didn't even see this. Yeah, coach Spo, so, uh, they are fraudulent. It was Jimmy Butler said something during a timeout. They were getting their butts whooped again and then by the Warriors, right? Jimmy yeah, Jimmy Butler said something about I'll fight you, Spo. <laughs> and then Udonis Haslam was like do that to them and then eventually started saying like I'll beat you up but like with expletives in there yeah and then yeah they got mad at each other but then like afterwards they all laughed about it because you lost by 14 to the they were like we don't really care so yeah I don't think that's the reason I think they're a very functional team they're like the opposite of the Pelicans they'll figure it out like I don't think that that's a problem I think that that helps their motto and everything that fits their culture but like I think in terms of one seeds, and then, like, I'm going off of one seeds. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. the Heat are a really good team. But comparing them to one seeds in previous years, and then now with how deep the East is this year, I think that they're, like, the worst one seed I've seen in, I don't know, five years at least, like, just off the top of my head. They don't got the star power. <laughs> what do you mean? I, like, <laughs> they are built really well. But they don't. Do they have a superstar? I mean... Maybe not Jimmy Budding, but Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, maybe yeah. Bam Adebayo in the future, right? Tyler but Hero, guys. I like Tyler Hero a lot. <laughs> Six Man of the Year, right there. Yeah, he's averaging twenty. I mean, yeah, I think they are a very well-rounded team, and they're they're at what like forty-six wins, I think. Yeah, it's something around there. But like, 
I just don't see how they're frauds. I mean, they're not I, frauds as in bad teams, but like just I the word. I that. feel like the worst one seed that you've seen. That's a pretty. That's a pretty steep. Uh, they're accusation. they're they're not better than the Bucks. Like it, look at you're this a Bucks year. fan. I oh, that's fine. I'll, I'll go to different teams. <laughs> I'll go to different teams. Like this year, I still don't think they're better than in a seven game series. They're not beating Philly. They're not beating Milwaukee. They're not beating Brooklyn. They they're probably the won't Bulls. even beat Cleveland. They're not beating Boston. They're definitely not beating Boston. <laughs> they're beating the that, Bulls. That is, they're, they're, they're I, 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 I disagree with about half of those teams you named. Who, who, who's beating them? Who's beating Miami then? In your opinion, who's beating Miami? Yeah, like who do you think could beat them? I mean, obviously the Nets. The Nets can beat anyone. With, That's a tough draw. With the way they play, yeah, and who they have. Cool. They're just so deep now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe Philadelphia. But I honestly think the Heat match up pretty well with them. With everybody. And I think the Heat could handle them better than a lot of teams in the league. Um, the Bucks would be tough because obviously Giannis. <laughs> no, that, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Giannis the, is the game changer. That's there. honestly the thing in the, in the league right now. Like, what was it? Five, five to ten years ago, the thing was... All right, who on your team is going to guard LeBron? Now I feel like the league is moving towards okay, who on your team is going to guard Giannis? Who's going to guard KD? Like, yeah. you got to have that guy on your team to guard one of those two. A giant slayer. You're not getting far. Yeah, and I like Bam is re- a quality, quality defender, and he matches up well enough with Giannis. Like he doesn't have the the mobility that Giannis has, but like they match up. Pretty well with with Milwaukee. It just doesn't mean anything when they've lost to them the last two years in the first round. And it's like the Maybe. same squad. It's like Goran Dragic to Kyle Lowry. But that, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Milwaukee could be one of those teams that I could see beating the Heat. I would say the Nets and Milwaukee, hmm. the Bucks. So you're saying if they if if the Nets move up to like a seven seed, then you think Miami's like a lock for the first round, like a first round dub? Yes. <laughs> All right. I think so. Very quick little segment, Sean. I want to I want to get <laughs> Sean's thoughts on the Bulls. The Bulls are yeah. frauds. Yes, the Bulls are. They are not good at the game of basketball. Uh, they're something like 1 in 14 yes, against the hurts. top 3 teams. They're bad. That, that, that is not that. good. Not good, guys. I'm 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 going to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Going into the season, I was a little skeptical of the DeMar trade. Especially since they gave up Thaddeus Young. Oh, I was a huge Demar guy. That was a big, uh, big uh, hit that to the was bench. Good last year, but that trade has obviously proven everyone wrong because mm-hmm. everyone and their mother thought that that was the worst trade of the off season. Mm-hmm. I thought when the Bulls were making all their moves, I'm like, people are getting on them too much. You know, they they're making these big moves, which is finally nice to see, but. At the time in the offseason, I was like, they're not going to be better than the Nets. They're not going to be better than the Bucks. The Heat are now here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I was also thinking the uh, 76ers at the time, they're like, that's four teams right there. And going into the season, I was like, the Hawks, they were like a four or five seed last year. Yeah. They're young. They're now, they got another year under their belt. Boston. Maybe they'll be a little bit Boston. So I was, I was thinking like, Going into the season, I could see the Bulls being anywhere from like four to like a seven seed. 
And I was like, I, I hope people aren't getting too high on them. But then they come out of the gates and they're just rolling. But then they get plagued with injuries. Yep. You which can't is blame, where still at. You can't blame their performance against top three teams in the league against Blame Grayson Allen. Okay. You can't. He took out Alex Cruz. Yeah. So that was his yeah. fault. Yeah. Cruz I, 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 I am very curious. I don't know the number. I'm very curious. As to how many of those, you said one in 14, right? Yeah, something like that. So of those 15 games, how many were the Bulls fully healthy? Probably like two. Like <laughs> Probably not even. Yeah. I mean, if you're including Patrick Williams. Oh, yeah, he just got back. And he, he just got good. back. He only played like the first two and a half games of the year mm-hmm. before he got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I feel like, and they haven't had Lonzo Ball for what? Two months now. Yeah, I miss Ooh. Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo the, was nasty. I love Lonzo. He's the he's the lead guy. He's, he's a the general staple. Yeah, he's the he's the guy out there that he runs your offense. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got Demar and Zach who you're going to for scoring, and it's one of their two. Like it's either Demar's team or Zach's team on any given day. But having Lonzo and Caruso out there, the whole dynamic has changed. Mm-hmm. When both of them are out there. Yeah, it's a tough draw. I agree with you. I think when the Bulls came in, I was really skeptical. I was like, that's a seven to play in team. Like they're gonna make the play in because they have so much talent. I don't know how the how the talent fits. Zach Levine, isolation score, DeMar, isolation score, Lonzo overrated. Oh, All right. so no, overrated. no, 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 Vucevic no, no, no. washed. No, no. That's my not. thought going in. I love Zoe. Okay. Absolutely I love Alex. Not. They both impact the Bulls. A ton. Okay, That's slanderous. That is slanderous. It was it slanderous. It okay, it was. And I was like, Demar, he's overpaid at this point in his career. He's coming off a very mediocre season for a star in San Antonio. And I was like, Thad might be too much. <laughs> I was not saying Thad's better than Demar, but I'm like, Thad had an impact last year. He did. So now, like, then everyone gets really high on them because they're winning a lot of games and they're one seed, a fraudulent one seed. But regardless, now they're falling into a range where. They are going to get overtaken by Boston, uh, Cleveland. You love Boston for some I, reason. They're on my mind because they're nine and one in their last ten. I mean, they're they're good. They're hot. They're okay. hot. They look like one of the best teams of basketball. I, I'm going to be honest with you though. I would much rather the Bulls get a four or five seed and play Boston rather than get a one or two seed and play Brooklyn. It's true, right? I would now. say fall to a seven and play Miami or a seven or eight. Right now, jeez, you, you hate yeah. Miami. I don't Holy like crap. Miami. They're not. They're <laughs> not as good. They're yeah. not as good. With ten games to play in the season, the Bulls are three games back of the Celtics for the four seed. Brutal. Okay, so, so, so who's behind them? Boston, Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, yes, Cleveland is a game back of the Bulls for the five. So you have to get to like a three seed to play Cleveland. That's that's the with the goal, right? Milwaukee as a three seed. Oh, Ooh. so your three six right now is Milwaukee, Cleveland. Your four five is. Boston, Chicago. I'm nervous yeah. for Chicago. That looks like a good regular season team. Yeah, I could, I could honestly <laughs> see that. I could see them being one of the best regular season teams. Well, I shouldn't say one of the best because they're kind of I could going say. downhill right now. <laughs> but still, I still love them. And I, I still see a, a first round win out of them. And That's tough to say in it's so like tough. with how deep the East is right now. I mean, yeah, I think it's at the point in the league where the East is better than the West. The West, yeah. Even though the West has record-wise the two best teams in the league, maybe even the three best. 
But I think the East is much better now. Because you could go one through nine in the East and like be nervous. Because the Hawks are still at ten. They're still are they really good. at ten. Yeah, they're still good. They're yeah. starting to they're starting to figure it out. The Hawks are a game back of the Hornets for the nine seed, two games back of the Nets for the eight. But then the, the bottom five in the East is just brutal. It's so bad. Yeah. Where's Toronto at? Are they even they might be up there. They might be like nine, actually. Right. Toronto's the seven right now. The seven. Hmm. They're forty and thirty-two. They are, in fact, they have a three and a half game lead on the Nets for the seven seed. They gonna blow it, but <laughs> they still gonna make the playoffs, and that's cool. And boy, Freddie VV. Yeah, Freddie Van Vliet. You got Scotty Barnes. Rockford, Rockford Illinois. Spicy Rockford's P. Front. Yep, Rockford's greatest. Yeah, that's a squad right there. I think that any one of those teams could beat Chicago. Like anyone one through ten, but that's because it's so deep. It's not also because the Bulls suck. It's not as they're bad. But then I don't think that that team, like how much playoff experience Zach hasn't been in the playoffs. Lonzo doesn't matter. Uh, Vooch, he he's been a first round exit every year with the Magic. It's like not his fault. But um, Demar just got swept every year as like a two seed. So. It's like, I don't trust this team in the playoffs. I don't trust this team. Billy Donovan. That's all I have to say about that. I didn't mean to be all slanderous this segment. Billy Donovan, he, he might be... He don't say might it. might be... Could be here? <laughs> all right. Nah. No, uh, okay. maybe, maybe if the Bulls kept on the path they were on, but... Yeah, if they would have, I would have said yes. Yeah. Absolutely not. All right. We've got to cut it there. We went a little over time there, but no, that's all right. Hey, NBA points. It's, it's always it's, fun. It's always fun. Yes. Always fun. Thank you so much, Sean, for joining us. Appreciate it. It was a blast. Again. Yes, he will most definitely make a return to the couch yes. at some point in time. Yes. That's your guest for today, folks, by the way. So I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> what, are you trying to slander Sean or something? Yeah, no, I'm slandering, that? That? I'm slandering myself. I'm slandering myself. We didn't get our second hour guest, as yeah. we usually do. We struck out. Yeah, we didn't. What? Because baseball... I get it. Did you mean to do that? No, I meant nah, nah, I didn't even. That was on the couch. Funny, bro. I didn't even like that. You yeah, know what's no, funny? It. It's not a couch. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to tell them at home? There. They didn't yeah. even know. Yeah. They probably they, thought, they thought we were sitting on a couch. couch. Thought, yeah, we was all, all on a circular couch. couch. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, heart-shaped yeah, yeah. couch. Yeah, yeah, it's a heart-shaped couch. That's what we're working Me on. Me and Alex one in. Three guys on a heart-shaped couch. Five feet apart. Five feet apart. Social distance. Don't force that. Naturally. Oh, man. We'll be right back. More Couch Coaches on WCSF. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize it's nothing Because I'm Couch coaches. What does this have to do with the uh, NFL? Absolutely oh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. The NFL is a gangster's paradise. Juju to the Chiefs. This is going to be the quickest NFL point segment in the history How much time of couch coaches. You got like three, four minutes. All right. Tops. Yes. NBA points went long because Sean Mahalik did great. He did kill it. Claps yes. for Sean Mahalik. Claps, claps, claps. Claps, claps, claps. All what right. happened? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill yes, for the Dolphins. Hill. We got to talk about it for five picks, including a first, second, and fourth of this year. And then uh, some other picks later rounds. Does that make the Dolphins good? The Dolphins are good. The Dolphins are good. You look at. Does that make the them, uh, 
See, but they got a tough division. The Patriots got worse. They could, they could make a wild card. They're not beating the Bills. We all know that. But what, what about the Pats? Uh, I think they're better than the Pats. The Pats had a negative offseason. They didn't really do much. I mean, they got Malcolm Butler back. Whoa. Pats over. <laughs> oh, yeah. For the nostalgia factor. Yeah, like, for the nostalgia he's factor. He's not even good. He's, yeah. Um, he sucks. He got cut from the Titans like two years ago, and I don't even think he had a job. But <laughs> the Dolphins right now, here's what they look like. Where is he with Tyreek Hill? Left tackle, Teron Armstead. Left guard, Connor Williams. Cedric Wilson, wide receiver. Running back, Chase Edmonds. Running back, Raheem Mostert. Fullback, Alec Ingold. Wide receiver, Trent Sherfield. Tight end, Mike Gusecki. Look, I have Don't no... Don't forget about Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Sheesh! That is a squad. Sheesh! That's the fastest wide receiver core in the history of the NFL, according to um, someone. I forgot who it was. Just trust me, bro. <laughs> trust me, bro. Swear. Swear I just didn't According come up to with like this. forty times though, it's like the fastest one too. All or right, something. yeah, but, I'll, um, I'll allow it. Uh, I promise. All right. Um, yeah, that team. That team is nasty. I don't know. Teddy B is still the backup on that team. Remember that they just signed Teddy B. They did. If it doesn't go well with Tua turning the ball over, who gets overhated? Tua so just say needs that. to be an average quarterback. That's all he has to do. He has to be an average quarterback. He has the and he will succeed. Just a wild card. He will. Ha- he just has to Mitch Trubisky the Dolphins to the playoffs. It's all he has new to coach. do. I mean, Brian Flores is probably punching air right now, but I mean. I, I forget his name. Uh, it's escaped me off the top of my head. Uh, former 49ers offense coordinator, young guy, says the weirdest stuff. But um, I think this team is built built really well. They retained Emmanuel Agba, which is awesome. Mike McDaniel. Yes, Mike McDaniel. That's what I said. But, but he looks mad creepy. He, he looks is mad weird. creepy. He kind of looks... And so that's where we're going to go with that. But he's weird. Uh, but he's got an offensive mind. Obviously, he's that coach in the NFL. But... Um, I think this team is built to make a wild card. I'm going to let it digest. Maybe we get back to it next week and talk about it so that I don't overreact because, you know, this just happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to save the Matt Ryan talk for my hot take. Um, and nothing else ginormous really happened. Um, money, Mitch. Oh, money, Mitch. Money, Mitch to the Steelers. It's happening, yes. people. He's a starter. My my Lord and Savior Mitchell Trubisky is playing in the National Football League over everyone's favorite Mason Rudolph. I was confused as to why he he's sucks. on the bench. Mason I mean, Rudolph like, is terrible. That guy is he sucks. It's not good. He, he, at, he is not Mitch Tr- anything. He certainly is not Mitch Trubisky, who, by the way, is now the Derek Carr of the AFC East. Yeah, because what you got Deshaun, uh, Lamar, Joey B, Lamar, mm-hmm. and Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is not so, a bad quarterback. Lamar, he is not a bad quarterback. has to play the Derek Carr because yes. Lamar is not better than Mitch. Mm-hmm. We had a huge debate lined up, too, about the best quarterback division in football, and we, we just lost it. Probably still the AFC West. Yeah. I, that's where I was going to go, too, anyway. So it wasn't going to be much of a debate. It was just going to be us agreeing with each other and then probably <laughs> kissing a little bit. <laughs> so Probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. So Chargers... I mean, you got just Jay Herbo out there. You got Patty with his, Patty. obviously, his mm-hmm. weapons. And mm-hmm. Nicole Hardman, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, not Tyreek Hill. Derek Carr. Derek Carr now has Devontae Adams. Yes. Filth. Yes. Nasty. He actually has someone to throw to. That's not Hunter Renfro. Or, God forbid, I'm going to have to be the one to say it, Henry Ruggs. Oh. I, he was good. He was good while he was there. <clears throat> but, um. Then he killed someone. So that was my bad. Uh, you know, I didn't want to be the one to say it, but you weren't going to say it. 
Uh, <laughs> so, oh, man. I think that does it. I think that, yeah, that's we'll have NFL to wrap points. it up there. Wrap the NFL points. We're already behind schedule. It's the top of the hour. We're back in 15. You're listening to Couch Coaches on the home of Fighting Saint Football. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. Intercepted by the Saints in the end zone. Touchback. Oh, that was electric. You can't defend that. There's no way to do it. Lawrence Stefanski with it on the right hand. He's going to pop it himself from distance and he go. got it. All tied up. There goes Tobel T. 70 yards. Creates a three-pointer. He That's got big. it. That's big. How about the freshman get yeah. big minutes? Connolly, yes. Oh, baby. Lab Woods ball game. That's a Saints winner. That'll do it. And now your hosts, Alex and Ben. Coaches on couches, couch, coaches. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Hour number two. I'm actually joined by Ben for an intro. Yeah. Shade. Throwing it. Sean yeah. almost woke up as early as me for this show. Yeah. Isn't dude. that crazy? Sean actually showed up on time for this show, too. <laughs> that was the even crazier part. My guy actually showed up on time. So if you missed Sean Mahalik and his you guys need analysis. To go. If you're an NBA fan, go back. Yeah. If you're an NBA fan, you got to go back. You got to listen to that. That, that went hard. That went very, very hard. Uh, ben is still mad that I am not a Zion fanatic as Well, I got double-teamed on that one. Yeah, you did. I was confused. How'd that feel? I'm like, this man averaged 29 at 20 years old. In half of a season. About? In half of a season. Still. Half. That's still impressive. Of a season. If he can stay fully healthy for a full season, that man is is MVP candidacy if his team is winning. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, I guess only time will tell. All right. It's time. What is the time? Basketball. <laughs> okay, yeah. Of the college variety. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I totally blanked. I've, that's today. Wait, that's today. Wait, there's get this week's 16 games today? Well, are you, you're mocking me, aren't you? No, I seriously. Yes, that's that's today. Ah! <laughs> I just remembered that. I just remembered that. Yeah! Yes, yes, brother. That's it. I'm going to go through the slate I feel, real quick. I feel the power coursing through me. No, that's the second se- segment. Don't do it. Don't do okay, it. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Don't do it. There's four games today. No, don't we'll do say it. That. There's four games don't today. Don't do it. You want me to do it? No, don't okay, do no, it. Okay, no, I won't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> don't do it. No. That was weird because I was like, your genuine way of saying it. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it. You actually wanted it. me to stop. <laughs> Please stop. Okay. Start in the West. The round of 32 recap. Gonzaga all over Memphis in what is arguably game of the tournament to this that point. That was an awesome game. That was game. so much fun, and I did not expect it. I thought Memphis was just going to roll over and let Chet Holmgren go to town, which, I mean, technically they kind of did. <laughs> but Drew Timmy drops 25 points and leads Gonzaga to a victory. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chet. You know, I, yeah, I do talk very bad about him. Apologize I'm, to I'm Chet. starting to see his value a lot more. Mm, yeah. I mean, he's he's mm-hmm. seven foot. Now, now that you actually watch him play games, yeah. For real, like, I, ha- I had a small sample size of him, and I didn't know how well he was translating because I only really heard about his bad games. 
But I mean, he's got he's got handles like a guard. He can shoot the three really, really well. That's the part that surprised me the most. I didn't. I knew he could shoot, but I didn't know he could shoot forty five percent from three. That's when I was like, oh. That's a problem. Yeah, you can always add weight. You can't add this height. Guy, yeah, this guy's this, a problem. Chet Holmgren, good at basketball. Ben actually recants his statement. <laughs> I of, do recant. I don't think he's number one worthy at this very second. I do think he's number three. Who do you have at number one? Pyle Abanchero. Fair enough. He's just, he, and he fits. Whoever gets the number one pick, really, I can see. I can, it doesn't mean that if Czech is picked number one, I'm going to be like, that was a bad pick. Yeah. Like, Absolutely it, not. It depends on who wins the lottery. Fair. I mean, if Detroit wins the lottery, they should go with Chet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big man. It could go a different way if someone else wins. Absolutely. Another game, Arkansas, New Mexico State, a 53-48 win for Arkansas. Note, 18 points out of him to lead the Razorbacks over New Mexico State. They avoid the upset. Yeah, they don't, I don't think they look that impressive. I, I have them going pretty far. Yeah, you, you were you were very high on Arkansas. Now they have a very tough draw against Gonzaga in the Sweet 16, which we will talk about later on in the show. Unnerving. Yeah, a little nervous if you're a Razorback fan. Hope you filled out your second chance brackets, folks. I did. I also recommend you do not listen to me when I give you my second chance bracket picks. At this point, don't even listen to don't listen to us. Actually, I did much better than Ben did. If if you were uh, listening to our podcast exclusive, which if you did not, you can always go back and l- laugh at how bad our picks were. And by our, I mean. Ben's. Yeah, that was me. Ben tried to fade everything I, me and Evan said. Evan Sherrard, of course, our guest coach on the couch for the podcast exclusive, our college basketball expert, insider person. Mm-hmm. He, him and I thought a lot, very similarly. Mm-hmm. And Ben tried to fade us. It wasn't my intention, but it, it happened that way. It it wasn't like a thought where I, if, if I was 50-50, I was fading you. Yeah, but but it wasn't like which my, I mean is fair. My bracket's at seven point nine percent and has two hundred and ninety points. I dropped but from eighty nine percent to like thirty. My max pointage is still at one thousand two hundred and ten because my national Same. champion is still alive. I got the Jayhawks still, but Go I'm, Nova. I'm, I don't know about the Jayhawks. I don't know. I mean, they haven't done anything to prove. We'll talk about it. We will. Texas Tech over Notre Dame. Notre Dame almost pulled it off, almost. But I think Texas Tech now a real threat to get out of the West region. They got um, they got Duke, um, which obviously we'll talk about. But mm-hmm. Texas Tech, they have a tougher tougher region. Um, when you look down at the other ones, if they would have been put in, say, Iowa State, Miami, Providence, Kansas, if they would have been in that region instead of Providence, right? They they could very well. They it's just they got a hard path, but they are built. Yeah, to they're going to have to go through two modern day blue bloods. Yep, Duke. And then most likely Gonzaga. Right. Just, it, it, assuming they beat Arkansas. Right. Um, that, and if Arkansas, that is not a fun. No. It, they'd be playing those two games in three days. Yeah. That would be a not fun road trip. But if they can get out, if see if see, this is the thing. Purdue's a three seed, Texas Tech is a three seed. If they swapped, just get a little swapperoo. North Carolina, eight seed, four seed UCLA. Three seed Texas Tech plays St. Peter's. <laughs> it's not what's happening, just oh, for everyone at home. Don't but hit on my peacocks. <laughs> I'm going to get a Dougie McBuckets jersey. <laughs> I love Doug Edder, but we'll talk about him later. Yeah. We'll talk about him. Oh, man, that was great. Texas Tech rolls. They played Duke. Duke rolling as well over Michigan State. That game was pretty well mm-hmm. in hand for most of it. Paolo Bonchero does his thing, comes out. Drops an easy 19-piece. Williams and Roach also with 15 pieces of their own. 
12 points off the bench from Keels as well. Just an eight-man rotation for Coach K. He gets it done against Tom Izzo and the Spartans. Yeah, I don't think there's a ton to talk about. I mean, the Spartans played well. They didn't play insanely overly good to get the upset, but they they did play well, and Duke played well, and they're just better. They are just better. Yeah, I Michigan State, fraudulent. <sighs> should have been Davidson. That's true. It should have been, been Davidson. Davidson. To the East region, Baylor. Down by 25, right? Is that what it was? 22, 25? I, uh, I think it was 22. 22. They come back, force overtime against North Carolina, and then find a way to lose in overtime. You cannot come back from 22 down. Granted, it was a total ref show. But yeah. you cannot come back from 22 down to it's tie it, go to overtime, and lose. I mean, I'm glad they lost. Because I, when I saw I'm when not. I saw that that the referee action going on, yeah. And that one Total dude, I'm sorry, job. I'm blanking on his name, but he Total was a killer. Job. He got ejected, and I was like, okay, this is what we're doing now? All right. who, Which ref? The head ref definitely had Baylor winning the bracket. <laughs> yeah. And I was pretty mad, so yeah. I was Are you, I was like, not allowed to fill out a March Madness bracket if you're a, yeah, uh, a that's got to be, like... Like, that's got to be frowned be some, upon. Yeah, that's <laughs> frowned upon. I don't know if that's... It's got to be some... That's probably a suspension. I mean, if you're a player, you obviously you can't. can't gamble. Right. So if you're a player, do you think you could? I mean, yeah. I would just like have myself win the whole thing, don't you think? Just don't let ESPN see that you're a player. Well, you're not gambling. You're not putting money on it. I guess. It's I not guess. gambling. I guess. But I'm talking like refs. Even if they just have just a little skin in the game, you get what, what you got in that Baylor-North Carolina game. I do want to mention that if there was one pick I did get right, on the podcast exclusive is this one. And yeah. I'm pumped about that. Yeah. I called this. Congrats. Congratulations. I, I, I switched my pick late. I had Baylor originally. And then when we were going our final fours, I said, you know what? Yeah. North Carolina. No, yeah. So you guys technically, you faded yourself. I faded myself. I'm not counting it because you what? Did, you're like Baylor. And then and you then, can't just switch it when we're doing our final fours. I can. No, you I cannot. Did. You I absolutely did. cannot. North Carolina no. still has no. a chance at the final four, which no. means I was right. Yeah. Well, we were very wrong about St. Mary's. They lost big time to UCLA. Yeah. I, I was low rolls. on them, and then I was super high on them, yeah. and this is what that gets me. Yeah. That's what that's what you get for overreacting to one basketball game. I do that constantly. Yeah, that's very true. I think we all do that, especially this time of year. Yeah. Especially conference tournament time. Woo! We overreact react to every little result. Is Purdue the best team ever? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Are they? They beat Texas by 10, 81, 71 in a 3-6 matchup. Yeah, I mean, Texas was weak, though. We said that. Yeah, Texas is fraudulent. Yeah, Purdue still hasn't had a hard game yet. They play St. Peter's. So. Should have been Virginia Tech. Why does Purdue, of all three seed, get the get the easy draw of St. Peter's? Now, I love the St. Peter's Peacocks. is not an easy draw. It is an easy they draw. They are not an easy draw. Would you rather play St. Peter's or would you rather play Michigan? Don't don't say anything stupid. Don't say anything stupid. I'm gonna play the guy that punches coaches. <laughs> Jawan Howard and the Michigan Wolverines, please. They're just better. Michigan is just better. St. Peter's is America's team. They you are. You do America's not want to play against America's team. How many times? You know who's rooting for you? The everyone. people back on your campus. Yeah. When when you play America's team, nobody is rooting for you. That's true. No Absolutely. one likes Purdue anyway. It's, it's like, like when uh, Central Florida played Duke. In I'm sorry, played um, what? No, yeah, it was Duke. It was with Taco Fall. Yeah, right? with Taco yes. Fall. Like, no one in America was rooting for I'm Duke. I'm not going to lie. 
Taco was, Fall was hooping. I was. And the ref, was total ref show in that one, too, by the way. I think I don't total remember if that one job. went to overtime or if no, it was like really close second half. It was re- half. really close second half. And the refs uh, fouled out Taco. I, oh, that's right. I was rooting for Duke, though. Yeah, that game was broken. I'm still very mad about that basketball game. So, text, I'm sorry, Purdue will play St. Peter's, who b- beat Murray State by 10. That game never really in doubt. No, yeah, they, they took care of business, which... It's encouraging. Like they don't need a miracle every time. It looks like like they um, they don't suck. Why do people th- think they suck? Because they of the number not. next to their name, they're a 15 seed. It doesn't matter. Have if you seen a their gym seed? Okay, they if just got a new one. Did they really? Yes, I listened to an interview actually with their head coach. He was uh, on, he's awesome. Yeah, he he was he was awesome. He was on um, pardon my take the Barstool really? Sports making moves uh, now. Yeah. He was on the Barstool Sports Podcast, part of my take, so I listened to his interview. That man just sounds legit, man. And I'm going I'm to take the exact quote from him. We got guys from New York yep. and New Jersey. You are not going to be tougher than us. Yeah, he said, we not scared. Yeah, we is not afraid. That's what we do. That's yeah, what he said. Yeah, he said that's, that's what, what we, we do. do. You think we're afraid of some physical contact? That's what we do. That's what we do. He's exactly. legit. Uh, also, while we're on that, shout out uh, Doug Edder for getting a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. That's show. big time, Doug. Show, 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 show. We, we, he... That's big time. Uh, I failed. I, I failed as host. If you are listening, he tried to click the soundboard. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Because <laughs> all they hear is, aww. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I go, aww. It's the it, soundboard. It, it's the soundboard. It's okay. All right. To the south. Arizona almost blew it. It's Taiwan. Almost blew it. Shoot the ball. Ref job. Why, why you dunking for the last point? Buzzer beater. That's mm-hmm. not how that works. I don't know, Doc. Shoot the basketball. Yep, you got to shoot it. Shoot it. You they gotta. don't blow it against TCU, who is actually good at basketball, after you told me they were very bad. Look, I'm sorry. TCU good at basketball. Arizona also good at basketball. Yes. They they beat uh, the Horned Frogs. 85 oh, mascot knowledge over here? Dude, I'm, I'm big smart like that. Mathurin, 30 points. Coloco, 28 points. And, I mean, everybody else was in single digits. So, it, it was a total two-man show for yeah, Arizona. Coloco, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, Coloco put up 28. Mathurin had 30. Eight of 19 shooting. Three of 11 from three, though, from Mathurin. Not eight great. Eight for 19 shooting? You got a, you got a seven-footer shooting eight for 19? Mm-hmm. Why are you shooting 11 threes? Wait, why are you shooting 11? What? I mean, it was uh, Coloco down the stretch. Mm-hmm. No, so- Coloco shot 12 of 13. See, that's, that's, that's buckets right there. Yeah, Mathurin, the guard, 3 of 11 from 3, 8 of 19 from oh, the field. Oh, I apologize. I apologize. Okay. okay. Got, my, got my names got, got mixed your names up there. mixed up. Yep, that would your be heights my fault. and names a yep. little mixed I up. I apologize. There. It's okay. I forgive you. Not really, though. It was close down the stretch, yes. though. Arizona time. almost blew it. Just shoot the basketball one time. That game was a lot of fun, though. Yeah, and I'm... I'm, I, like, I'm very glad it went to overtime. I'm, I'm also very sure disappointed I didn't get the first true buzzer beater. I know we still haven't had that this year, and it's like concerning. Yes, where is my buzzer beater? Is it even going to happen at this point? It feels like every end game in a close game has been Dude, foul. I'll get, I'll say this: every game has been close, with the exception of like three. Right, right. So there's been a lot of good basketball. There just has not been the true buzzer beater. Like, oh, right. it's been. It really hasn't any. Like, it's been a lot. Of, there's been big shots. Guess what? Like, we've had none of. Uh, no I audience. couldn't have ever seen that coming. <laughs> I, it's been a total ref job this year. Like I don't, I don't want to call it a ref show. The amount of fouls I've seen down the stretch uh, that are like so questionable. Yeah. It's like in this super tight games. It's like everyone's at the foul line. That's all they're doing is at the foul line. And it's frustrating to watch. It's killing it. 
It's still fun, but it's killing it. I haven't had that big of an issue with the officiating over as a whole. In game specific games, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There have been specific games where I've been like, the officiating here sucks. But that Texas Purdue game where people are like total ref show. Not really. Yeah, I didn't see Just because Purdue shot forty free throws, they have two. They have two bigs. Yeah, and Jay, Dave Nivey gets the cup like, like nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just got hacked all game long. That wasn't a ref show. I think it was Purdue. You, I'm sorry, Texas just sucks. You or Evan? I think it was Evan, but it might have been you. Said Jaden Ivey might legitimately shoot twenty free throws. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> nice call. Thank you. Nice Evan's call. like he's going to shoot ten free throws. I'm like that's undershooting. It. Right. That's, <laughs> that's right. It's like that's that's lowballing it. Yeah, but I'm. Arizona, that's a you know that's a, a hard fought game that they should have won by more according to the numbers, right? But mm-hmm. I don't think that that's necessarily yeah. a bad win for them. I think they still are strong. No, oh, yeah, and they're going to have a good chance to showcase that when they take on Houston. Houston beat Illinois in a five four. Houston sixty eight, Illinois fifty three. Kofi Coburn's career at U of I has more than likely come to an end. Thank God Andre Curbelo's coming back. Oh, I thought you were going to say thank God it was over. No, I miss him. I love him. Yeah, Kofi. Yeah, Curbelo is coming back next season, though, so that's going to go crazy. Uh, Kofi drops 19 and got absolutely no help from anyone else on the team. So Yeah, and um, and Houston did out, like, they exceeded our expectations and a lot of people's expectations. If they beat Arizona, now we're really talking about it. And I'm, I'm tempted, but I don't, I don't I, think so, but I, I'm tempted. I, 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 I'm thinking about it. I'm and thinking about it. In my eight segment, second chance brackets, yeah. I have four of them with Houston winning. Well, then that, that also means you have four of them. With Houston losing. Yes. That so yeah. that's 50-50. Michigan over Tennessee, your idiotic self had to be elated. Yeah, I was. I was elated because uh, that was the first game, if I'm not mistaken, of the whole uh, sorry, mm-hmm. round of 32. And um, I was like, all right, fine. Throw <laughs> everything I said out the window. I'm just happy. Yeah. And outside of Michigan, which they're not that good. And just because Michigan's making a deep run does not mean they should have made the tournament. Okay. I was going to make that. that point too. I was just going to say, just because they're in the sweet 16 and they made it to the second weekend does not mean they should be seated where they are or even be in the tournament. The big 10 does this every year. They suck in March. They're yes. not good. And I don't know why I'm so high on them every single year. It's because I watch them. I'm like, oh, but the Ohio State has EJ Liddell. They're good. They're good. Yeah. You know who doesn't suck this year? The ACC. Yeah. They're legit. I know. Tell the SEC, about it. though, garbage. Tennessee, why? We were we were so high on Tennessee. Oh, we, everyone in We America were talking was. about Final Four Tennessee. And I know we're going to get to it later, but Auburn? <laughs> Where did they go? <laughs> Auburn? I mean... He's better than Paolo. He's better than Chet. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Wrong. Whatever. Oh, I got to add that to the soundboard. Wrong. Yes. (laughs) How how is that not on there? That's that's an oversight on my part. Ohio State falls. Another Big Ten L. Villanova rolls. My national champion still alive. (laughs) It's electric. Let's go. If I get the national champion right. After all of the garbage from my back, I will be proud of you. Thank you. Because I, that was my biggest What a redemption story that would be. Outside of South Dakota State going to the Final Four, I was like, Villanova's not your champion. No. I had South Dakota State. Those of you that don't know, I did have South Dakota State going to the Final Four. Yeah. And And I I now have Iowa State going to the Final Four just because I like chaos and I think they're In your second chance? Well, I said that the other night. I don't remember if I have them in my second chance bracket or not. I'd have to look. 
Don't shake your head at me. I'm proud of you because you called Iowa State going really far, and I was like, you can't have that. You can't have Iowa State They're a good far. basketball team, dude. They're not. But, they're good. But they're, they're a very here. good basketball team. Uh, so Michigan plays Villanova. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But So the Midwest, Kansas over Creighton. Uh, Creighton just didn't have anybody. Yeah, that was way closer than it had to be. That was scary. Kansas, Kansas very guy. easily could have won this game by 15. They should have. They should have won that game. Creighton was without their top score. Creighton was leading a lot of the game. Yeah, they were without their top score to yeah. ACL. Arthur Kaluma out from the heavens, dropped 24. Like, where did that come Who from? Who are you, bro? Yeah, exactly. 40 minutes, and you go four, for, 4 of 10 from 3, grab 12 boards. Dang. Who are you? Kind of nasty. Transfer yeah. to Kansas next year. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe won a basketball game this one, one time. Was not like the Arizona game for me. This one was mm-hmm. like a little bit nerve wracking. Yeah, as a Kansas guy, I'm like, okay, now they got Providence, which dare I say, because I fade me, right? Yeah, fade. They're you. an easier four seed draw. Yeah, okay, but now Providence I is going to go and Providence get a dub. has rolled. They beat Richmond big time, seventy nine fifty one. That was really impressive. Providence rolled in the first round against South Dakota State by nine. So the Flyers. What can I say? As much as you call them fraudulent, they're one of the only Big East teams with Villanova, baby. That still looks good. I don't know what to say about Providence. I really don't. Because all year they've shown me, like, they have the record. They win. But, like, they don't play anyone that great. Team effort, man. A.J. Reeves, Durham, Horchler, uh, Watson, all in double figures. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with this team effort Providence game. for Providence. I don't know what to do with that. They were they are a good basketball team. I'm very unsure about a lot of my picks in the Sweet 16. That one especially. Iowa State over Wisconsin in the round of 32, 54, 49. The Cyclones get it done again. Johnny just Davis. like I called. Kelsher, 22 points, and Johnny Davis not good at basketball. <laughs> 17 points, 0 of seven from three. The uh, Wisconsin shot a beautiful two of 22 from three-point range. That is not good. That will not win you any basketball games. So uh, for all you Wisconsin fans out there, I'm sorry, but just do better next time. Johnny Davis is a guy that, you know, he um, he's looking at Big Ten Player of the Year. Yeah. And he was looking at his draft stock go from second round. Now lottery. Now I still think he's lottery. Now he's late first. Now he's now he's mid first. Okay, now he's lottery. Oh, is he about to sneak into the top 10? And then, you know, he he said, I'm going to find every way possible to make sure I have to come back to Madison next year. <laughs> and he successfully did that. Yeah, he's Johnny, have it, he, congrats. He, yeah, he's going to have his third senior day next year. He's late first right now. Um, it's, it's, Does it it's, stay there? Does it stay there? It's disappointing. I think with all the stuff that's going to come out when he if he – Test the waters in the mm-hmm. NBA. He's going to get his physical done, his his lottery. Uh, I mean, his um, combine. Sorry, and it's going to be disappointing. And he's going to come back. I would like to point out in my original bracket on the first bracket show we did a week ago today, I said Iowa State was going to the Elite Eight against South Dakota State, and then I switched that and I had and I changed it to Wisconsin winning this game. Boy, oh. do I, boy, do I regret that. And that was my fault. Yeah, that was Ben's fault. Last time I listened to him, I'm a bracket genius. I just got to go with my gut. And you know what? They have a real good chance of going to the Elite Eight because they play a 10 seed Miami over Auburn, 79-61. What in God's name happened to Auburn? Like, that was just an utter beatdown. Yeah, like, Jabari Smith had 10 points. Oh. Again, another guy that's like, hey, look, I'm... I'm I could go number one here. Let me do everything I can to make sure that I prove that I'm not better than those two guys. Yeah, l- let me just prove that I am not 
a good basketball player right quick. <laughs> let's just let's just make sure everyone knows that. I mean, you look at that quadrant, it's Kansas, Providence, Iowa State, Miami. Hell yeah. What do we got? What are we doing? Electricity. I'll tell you who we got when we come back. Yes, I was yes. Oh, we're going to break. I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to suffer through 60 seconds of the World Wildlife Foundation. This it's message is from them. It's not. Actually, do you want to learn how to not smoke? I'll pass. Okay, we're going to do World War World Wildlife. <laughs> More couch coaches are sweet 16 I don't smoke. predictions and analysis coming up next. Ball is t- it's a man getting jiggy in the studio right there. That's Alex. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star. And all the years. One shining moment. That's what that that's what this is. This is one shining moment. I'm sure they didn't know. The sweet 16 is upon us. Happy days it's are sweet. back. It's sweet. One shining moment. Trap remix. Then in time. Get us off the air. What? 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 All right. Air horn. Get us off the air. We need help. All right. One shining moment. One shining moment. The sweet 16 is here. It's anyone's time. All right. We start the Sweet 16. Where did I put my notes? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, Alex. That would be your problem. Yeah, that would be my problem. We start in the West, as we always do. We, we do always do that. We, we do be starting in the West. I cannot wait for these onions picks from you, ben. Onions! Onions. See, we... Who gets faded? Yes. One of us is going 100%, and the other one's going zero. <laughs> I'm not this, confident in my abilities. Yeah. Evan's not here to balance us out either. I'm not it's confident in your abilities. I'm not confident mono in my abilities. Mono mono. This here. is brutal. Yeah, this is If this you're is listening tough. to us and we disagree, just throw your bracket out. Yeah. No <laughs> one's winning. <laughs> yeah, we both lose. The, the games will be canceled because of COVID. And then they'll be like, yeah, none of the teams are moving on. Yeah, no. <laughs> actually, I think Alex said uh, Arkansas and Benson Gonzaga. Okay, you guys both are out. Yeah, absolutely not. This cannot be allowed. All right. Gonzaga versus Arkansas. Uh, I had Gonzaga making it this far, so congrats to me. I had Vermont playing Gonzaga in this game. Brutal. Uh, yeah, the Catamounts disappointed me, as you all know, in the uh, podcast exclusive. Yeah, that hurt my heart a lot. So we're here now, though. It's okay. Gonzaga is still here. I had Gonzaga winning it in my original bracket. I have Gonzaga winning it in my second chance bracket. And I have Gonzaga winning it in my show prediction right now. I just don't think there's an answer for Chet Holgram underneath. Look, J- J.D. Note can do all he wants on the perimeter. Drew Timmy and J- Chet Holmgren are going to eat. They they are most definitely going to eat. There is no one stopping there's no one stopping them. Gonzaga, nine and a half points favorites. With that, congratulations, Arkansas. You've booked your ticket to the Elite Eight. Uh, Alex dropped something probably important, probably expensive. Nah, we good. It's a oh, mouse. Okay. It's just an Apple mouse. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, not even. It's Logitech. Oh, okay. Logitech. 
Get out of here with that. Uh, yeah, Drew Tim and... Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> Definitely not mad. You just hated on them. You said we dropped it. It's all good. It's just Logitech. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Logitech's never sponsoring us now. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I also predicted Gonzaga and Arkansas in this matchup. I got that right, which is congrats. Probably you, the only time you guys are going to hear me say this. Yeah, a um, whole lot of red in my bracket right whole now. A lot of red. I got Gonzaga in this one too. Mm. Um, so congratulations, Arkansas. Book it. Book it. Six oh nine p.m. Central Time for the one four matchup. In the West region. Here's the two, three. This is the only chalk that we got in the entire bracket. This is the only chalk. You had the one seed, the four seed, the two, and the three seed in the Sweet 16. Oh, that's weird. I don't like that. It's not even fun. You know what's funny, though? It is fun because <laughs> it's the only one that went chalk. We have an 8 4 3 15 region. We have a 1 5 11 2. And then we have a 1 4 11 10. <laughs> so, like, there's a lot of numbers here. And this is the only one that's all low single digits. So congrats to the teams that actually did what they were supposed to do. Yes. Gonzaga, Arkansas, and then Texas Tech, Duke. This is a tough one for me. Very I tough. had Texas Tech playing Davidson in this game. Uh, Davidson disappointed me in the first round. Thanks, Davidson. Uh, Second time in a row you've said that. Yeah. Duke, I think this is where the Coach K run comes to an end. Brutal. I, I, don't, I don't see them beating Texas Tech. As good as Paolo is. I, I just like Bryson Williams and Texas Tech's defense more. I, I think they are one of the best defensive teams in the nation. Right now, Texas Tech is favored in Vegas by minus one point. Wow. So they are favorites in the spread. Yeah, I also... Barely, though. Matchup predictor, 54% Texas Tech. So I predicted this matchup for, okay, the second time in a row. I'm on a roll. Look at this guy. Uh, He's hot. <laughs> uh, I think I agree with you. Uh, so congratulations, Coach K. You're moving on. Yeah, Coach K, you are officially moving on. Either we're 100% yeah. or we're 0% right now. Yeah. I just don't want it to be a 1-2. That's all I That's all I ask. Yeah, you got to have the variety yeah, of the 1-3. Yeah, if I'm going to have a 1 seed moving on, they got to play not a 2. Yeah, Texas I agree Tech. with you. Also, just because I like Texas Tech more. Moving on to the East? Yes. North Carolina and UCLA. I had Baylor playing UCLA in this one. Not bad. I mean, I've had at least I've had at least one team in each matchup so far. I'm doing good. I had Baylor winning this game over UCLA. That's not happening. <laughs> this one, I'm very unsure about the spread as it sits right now. Minus two and a half for Ukla and the Bruins. I've got I've got UNC. Honestly, I uh, say it. We're gonna Congratulations agree. to Ukla on yeah. your win because I have the Tar Heels winning. Oh, Armando Beckett three straight times. is nasty. Yeah, I have not disgusting. watched a lot of him all year, but Baco, Beckett, however you want to say Someone. it. He's filthy. Caleb Love. Mm-hmm. Love is nice. I love, I love, love, love. I love, love. Love, love. Love it. <laughs> love him. Yeah, I think UCLA, they haven't looked as impressive as they were supposed to. North Carolina's hot. I got North Carolina. The ACC has just been a juggernaut, too. So Yeah, they played really well. In North Carolina, before the March Madness started, they just came off a, a win against Duke. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, 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 uh, that doesn't suck. No, that's, that's solid. <laughs> so, UNC, I've got them. I, I think it, just for funsies, let's put an eight seed in the Elite Eight. Do you remember when you said, about, about 70 seconds ago, you said... Um, You've had at least one team in each in each matchup so far. Uh, we got Purdue, St. Peter's. 
Who did you have in this one? Virginia Tech and Kentucky. Me too. Oh, okay. We've been literally oh, yeah. match. Like, I had Baylor <laughs> UCLA. I didn't remember our brackets being this similar. Like, this deep. Yeah. It, I guess this deep it is this similar. Yeah. Uh, well, you, I where it's really different is the Midwest because I went. Oh, my God. That's right. You went I, crazy. I went absolutely bonkers and say no. Crazy. Purdue St. Peter's Purdue. It's Purdue. Rationalize it. It's never not been Purdue. <laughs> no, it has actually not been Purdue, but yeah. now that Purdue has St. Peter's, I don't remember a 15 seed. I remember a 15 seed going this far. I don't remember them ever breaking it. And Dougie McBuckets, I love you, Doug. Like you are an inspiration to me. Yeah. Okay. Seriously. <laughs> you're my you're my lock screen, right? But I they're the Purdue's so talented. And they're just better than you guys. I'm sorry. All right. But I do wish the best for St. Peter's. I hope I'm wrong. Purdue minus 12 and a half. That's too many points. That is a lot of points. But that's not gambling advice, not couch advice, not mm-hmm. podcast advice. Exactly. Purdue, 90.7% in the matchup predictor. Just 9.3 from my peacocks. From my peacocks. Well, they're America's peacocks. Yeah, they are, and I do hope they win. I'm a peacock, Captain! He is a peacock. Gotta spread my wings! I don't know what is wrong with him. Have you not seen that movie? You, um, you haven't no. seen that? Oh, Will Ferrell and... Um, I'll ring a bell. They're, they're cops in Boston. Uh, I'm sorry, in New oh, York. Oh, oh, and oh, and one of them shot Derek Jeter in the foot. Oh, oh, with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yes, yes, okay. classic. Yes, yeah. I'm a peacock, Captain. <laughs> I'm sorry for everyone at home. We've had a we've had a weird second hour. I'm not sure what you've going had on. a weird day. Yeah, period. Yeah, Purdue and St. Peter's. Look, I I officially am not going to submit a pick. <laughs> Because I don't want to be heartbroken. No, say say Purdue then. So Purdue, yes. Well, here's the thing: we've been we've been lockstep on every other pick so far. So weird. We've been lockstep, and look, we all know who I want to win. I don't have to say it, right? I don't have to say it, and I don't want to say it, so I'm not going to. But that's my almost said the word, almost said the the p word there. ICK, no. No, but we know. We know what I want to happen. So we'll just leave it there. You can't just, no, you have to pick. You can't just run around. Come on. Let so me. you don't have to be wrong. I No, it's not that I don't want to be wrong. It's that I don't want to jinx them because I, I am the ultimate fade and jinx. This thing is Purdue. All right, fine. Purdue, but I really want the other one. All right. <laughs> to the South region, a one versus five. Arizona and Houston. I had Arizona, we're back on track with the one team in each matchup here. I had Arizona and Illinois in this one. I had Illinois winning it with Houston in it now. They play tonight at 9 p.m. I'm going to go with the Wildcats. Maybe, yeah, possibly. I agree. I agree. I had, I had Arizona UAB. Mm-hmm. They weren't very good. But, uh, Here's yeah, something. Matchup predictors, 60% Houston. 40% Arizona. Ooh. The spread, though, minus one and a half for Arizona. It's too many points. <laughs> one and a half points is too many Arizona's points. winning it, in my opinion, but I can see it. I definitely can the see it. The matchup predictor really gets me there. Yeah, I don't understand 60% that. for I don't Houston? That. I like Houston. I like Houston's Houston. a fine basketball team. 60% I mean, against a one seed? Let's be celebrating in the streets. I mean, he don't got a post disrespect. move that he puts to memory that he can All do right. twice in a row. All right, Stephen A. That's just how you sounded. It's true. But I agree with you. Arizona gets no respect in the national media as a one seed. 
Yeah. Absolutely none. And yet you have been raving about them. You've gotten me on the train. They beat TCU. Not was it convincingly, but it was a very good basketball game. It's a dub. They got the momentum. Yeah, they got a win in an exciting basketball game. You think that's not momentum there? I do. I actually do. I know you do. I'm talking just in general to the people out there that got 60% on Houston. What are we doing? What is that? I'm not a fan of you guys. Unless you're a fan of us, in which case, I'm a giant fan of you. No, no, no one's a fan of us, Ben. Uh, By the way, if you follow, guys are a fan of us, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, follow, follow the Couch Coach's Twitter. You knew where I was going. Yeah. We're on the same wavelength there. Follow us on Twitter. It's, at it's WCSF Couch Coach. I promise you, <laughs> we just be posting random stuff, and it is funny. All right. Ben Ben just be talking about Jawan Howard punching people. I just be talking about Jawan Howard punching people. <laughs> And how Pat O'Donnell has touched the ball the most for the Bears over the past five seasons. Isn't this whack? Everything in life. Anyways, guys, next matchup. Michigan, Villanova, rematch of the title game a few years ago where I got my heart broken by Dante DiVincenzo and then praised the Bucks for drafting him. Um, yeah, this is a tough one for me. It's a tough one. No, my heart's not. in it. Your heart's in it? Yeah, it's not for me. My national champion's in it. So here we go. Definitely going opposite directions. Yeah. Villanova. You're moving on. Uh, Hunter Dickinson does not have what it takes. You said that last time. To stop Colin Gillespie. You know what? You're right. <laughs> You're right. As much as I was about to say Musa Diabate and Hunter Dickinson and Caleb Houston are too much. You're right. Villanova, you're moving on. No, wait a minute. No, wait. No, you can't do this to me. You can't do this to me. Congratulations. No. No. <laughs> no. Congratulations. It was always Nova. No. It was always Nova. It was never no. Michigan. No. You can't do this to Michigan me. Michigan sucks. They're not you can't even good. Do this to me. They're not good. They have no chance. You can't do this they to me, Ben. No chance. Stop it. No. I will be completely ben, flabbergasted. Stop it. If the Wolverines move on. Ben, stop it. Villanova. No, you you want Michigan. Pick Michigan. I can't. Ben says Michigan. <laughs> I can't. Oh, no. I had Tennessee Villanova in this game, by the way. So one, one out of two again. Good for me. Uh, I ha also had Tennessee Villanova. Look at us go. <laughs> <laughs> now it gets weird. Yeah. Let's get crazy. Kansas and Providence is a 1-4. You're like, oh, 1-4. That's not so weird. It is weird when it's Providence. It's Providence. <laughs> Everyone had them out in the first round. Yeah. I had Kansas-Iowa in this matchup. Yeah. You? I had Kansas-South Dakota State. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> you Rest said... Rest in peace, my jackrabbits. Why would I make the, the normal pick? Yeah, exactly. Kansas is your national champion, right? Indeed. Providence is red hot. I'm going with the Friars here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I just, I just want... Some, I want you to lose your national champion so that I could end up with a better bracket than you. And after all of the stuff you put me through, the first I can round. yeah, I I can feel good about myself. No, so this I is know. a purely hatred pick. Thank you for this. This is an I hate you hashtag I hate you Ben pick. So actually, can we get that trending on Twitter? Yeah, hashtag I hate Ben pick. This is you know what? I'm gonna game of the year it. Whoa, game of the year, lock it Whoa, in, dude. Promise. Whoa. Providence. Whoa, 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 whoa. Providence, whoa. Providence. Is this Providence. the first buzzer beater of the tournament? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Everyone, it's a 30 point blowout for Kansas. This is what that means. Double order. 
That's tomorrow at 6.29 p.m. Congratulations, Kansas. You guys are winning by 30. It's not even going to be a close game now just because Alex said that. Yeah, I shizzle. can't fade myself twice. I did it on purpose with Michigan, right? Yeah, you faded yourself in there. I'm not going to do that my entire bracket because yeah, it's sure, wrong. Sure, sure. It's wrong to do. Uh, Kansas is my national champion. I'm obviously going to go Kansas. They do have a favorable four seat here, but I don't know if I can even say that anymore. It's tough. It is Providence tough. just I'll continues to win. I don't know if I'll go game of the year. But it's gonna be a good one. If it's an upset, honestly, I think it's the biggest upset of the uh, of the Sweet Sixteen. I honestly don't think Sweet St. Peter's over Purdue is a bigger upset. That's that's a hot than take. Providence but I over agree. Kansas. That is a hot take. Just though. because of how much hatred we put on Providence, at least from our point of view. Maybe nationally, St. Peter's will grab the headlines if they make it to the Elite Eight. I definitely will. But us on the show, if Providence makes it, I think we'll just crumble. I feel like if St. Peter's wins again, we'll just be like, okay, and St. Peter's beat Purdue, and it'll be a normal match. Yeah, it'll be normal. And they're like, Providence! <laughs> exactly. Over Kansas! That's how that's going to go. What? It's, we're going to react like St. Peter's beat Kentucky. Yeah, exactly. That was wild, by the way. Buffalo Wild Wings was busting. There were some Kentucky fans there. They was, like, legitimately crying. Nah, it's not good. It was hilarious. It's not good for them. <laughs> At least um, Evan's all right. Yeah. Poor Evan. Out there in Boston. Boston. Iowa State, the 11 seed, taking on the 10 seed, Miami. I had Wisconsin taking on USC here. Uh, should have been Iowa State. Oh. If you had just not actually. How many? You know what? I'm giving it to myself. I have Iowa State playing USC in I this am one. proud of you for that. It's Iowa State and Miami. You talked me out of it because you're the devil. I did. <laughs> Iowa State. I had an Iowa State versus South Dakota State Elite Eight in my original bracket. One of those picks is good. Yeah. And the other one would have been awesome if they just won their first round game. I had Wisconsin Auburn. Look at me. Look at me being an idiot, picking the favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chalk, boring. Yeah. We want chaos. We want 11 10. This is brutal. Like, I like Miami a lot more than I like Iowa State. I'm going Miami. I'm going Iowa State. Just I know because you are. I, I, I've been riding with them to this point. Finally, Iowa State is the different. 55% in the matchup predictor. What's the spread got for me? Miami minus two and a half. So we had the same picks. In the other three regions, and then this one, we're complete opposite, right? You had yes, Providence, I and then Providence. You had Iowa State. Well, I got technically, it. we're different on... Uh, I don't think so. I think Villanova's winning. <laughs> well, then, I guess we're the same on in the East, because I think Purdue is winning. Oh, no, I'm wrong. That's what I'm going to react like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. Show me your second chance bracket right now. I need to see who you picked nice. in that one. Because <laughs> I, 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 I do not believe you. <laughs> uh, all right. I got to pull it up here. Cactus Ben. <laughs> Show it to me. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he, <laughs> he definitely has the 11 seed uh, Michigan I clicked. changed my mind. I'm not going to click it, but he I do change my mind. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has Michigan clicked there. So don't don't let him fool you. Let's go, Nova. <laughs> Let's go for two. I'm really at this point where I'm fading myself. You know what? I was able. I picked St. Peter's on the pod last week on the pod exclusive. And you got it. And I got it. So let's backtrack. No longer fading myself. St. <laughs> Peter's is winning yes. over Purdue. Yes, confidence, Roll brother. Peacocks. Confidence, brother. Yes. 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 I'm so sorry. America's team. To everyone in New Jersey St. Right Peter's. Now. Yes. Oh, that's brutal. Former Seton Hall point guard as head coach. I forgot his name. Um, he's awesome. I love him. He's going to get, he's either going to get poached by a major program here pretty soon or I'm sorry, did get, I say St. Peter's point guard or did I say Seton Hall? You said Seton Hall. You okay. Got it. He's either going to get poached by a big uh, big school here soon or he's going to get a massive contract. Did you see, uh, was it Murray State's coach? 
like walked off the plane and like, no, I'm sorry. It was San Francisco's coach, like walked off the plane and accepted a job after the round of 64. Are you serious? (laughs) He just like immediately lost that game on purpose. (laughs) He's like, he got it during halftime. He got the text. He's like, you got it if you accept it. And he's like, all right, boys, let's go out there, run a three, two zone and (laughs) hope that they miss. And then was like, all right, I'm good. Two, one, two zone. Have a good good, uh, next year. Seniors. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Seniors. I'll I'll I'll, be at a different school. I'll see you never. (laughs) All right. All my junior sophomores and freshmen, I will play you next year. I make sure. Who who trying to transfer low key? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that that's a prediction. Sweet 16 predictions. Sweet 16 prediction. I, I'm going to do better than that. So then, just to recap, what do you have as your Elite Eight? My Elite Eight, Gonzaga, Texas Tech. Agreed. North Carolina, St. Peter's. Uh, okay, I had Purdue, but all right. Arizona. What are you looking at me like that for? Arizona. Arizona. Villanova. Villanova. <laughs> <laughs> Providence. Uh Kansas. And Iowa State. And Miami. Okay. Final four, Iowa State. Whoa, whoa. Save it, brother. No. Okay. I, I'm, 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 right. I'm predicting it right now. My final four, Iowa State, okay. Villanova. Okay. Baylor's out. They were in my final four. I am now going to roll. You know what? Screw it. I'm saying it. St. Peter's to the final four. Dude. What's wrong with you, man? Dude, I got to have some fun. So I have two uh, high seeds, an 11 and a 15, just for funsies. Oh, man. Dude, this is just fun for me at this point. My bracket's so broken. As long as Villanova's still alive, I have hope. And then uh, Gonzaga. <laughs> if they lose, I'm 150,000% saying this was your fault. If St. Peter's loses. Yeah. Uh, Final four. Um Gonna expose myself a bit here. Mm-hmm. In this first second chance bracket, which I'm gonna go off as my my number one because mm-hmm. that's my intuition, right? Yeah. I had actually I had Houston and Michigan playing. Mm-hmm. I changed my pick just now. Arizona's gonna beat okay. over. It okay. was. Okay. Um but final four, Gonzaga Purdue. Okay. I had a very hard time. I remember I had a very hard time picking between North Carolina Purdue. Uh-huh. Uh and Texas Tech Gonzaga. Those are good matchups. Um, some random team and then Kansas. <laughs> Is that random team in eleven seed? They could out of be the South region. The boys that were amazing blue. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got I got Michigan, Kansas, mm-hmm. Gonzaga, Purdue. Okay. I'm gonna say it. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. So do you want to change your uh, official? No can do muchacho. <laughs> Villanova's winning. Oh, All right, man. but if they don't, I'm ready. Yeah, that's fair. If they don't, you're ready. I just can't. You have to understand, all right? I just can't. I don't have the self-confidence, all right? I do. I know I know I'm a jinx. <laughs> you jerk. But you sucked last week. I did. Picks. I did. So, Who's bigger of a jinx at this point? Exactly. And I would say it's me because I'm hot. We're, we're testing this for science. We're testing this for science, which is why I have so much confidence in the Peacocks. I'm telling you, both teams are going to foul out, and we're both going to be wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, we're out of players. <laughs> I guess we got a bye week next week if you're like yeah. Purdue or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, those are their predictions. My national championship is still Villanova, by the way. Kansas and Gonzaga is my new national championship matchup. Nova and Gonzaga is still my. I got the Zags. I've got Nova. Fair. So there's that. Fair, fair, fair. We will be right back with maybe, your maybe. hot takes. Saint of the week. That's presented by Hot Mike Sports. That is presented by Hot Mike Sports. Of course. How could I forget?
hot takes. Oh, we got it. My favorite time. So we got it. Yo, we got it. Hot takes. Here we've only got one rule. Never, ever let it cool. Don't even do it. Keep it cooking in the pot. Hot chocolate! It is indeed hot chocolate, isn't it? Yeah, hot it takes, is, brother. Hot takes indeed. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. I'm Alex. That's Ben. This is Couch Coaches. At least the end of it. We've got some yeah, if you hot, tuned in just now, you're spicy, spicy hot takes. You missed a great show if you're just now tuning in, but we still got about 10 minutes. Yeah, just about. Be right there. It's almost like 10 minutes, isn't it? It is indeed. Um, uh, yeah, hot takes. Uh, I would like to start with you because mine might be hotter. I don't know. Do you got a good one? I honestly have a very weak one. In fact, it was kind of already brought up. Uh, oh. Was so, it in the uh, St. Peter's? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, just say it. Just make your statement. Uh, yeah. You just want me to make my statement? Just go ahead and make your statement. St. Peter's makes the final four. <laughs> this is America's team so we're talking sorry, about St. here. Peter's. This is America's team. See, if they're team. in the final four, though, they're one win away from the championship. Can they do it, Alex? <laughs> the last time we've seen a, a real Cinderella like this make the final four was Loyola Chicago. They were an 11 seed, if I'm not mistaken, at the time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're talking about a whole different ball game. It's a 15 seed. Yeah. Can they do it? seed in the national championship, not happening. <laughs> oh, that's that's <laughs> that, that, that's, that's too, too far. far. Yeah, exactly. That's way too far. That's not even close, but final four. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I I cannot see it. I mean, they would be playing they, yeah, they would Gonzaga. One of Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Duke in the Final Four. They're not beating one of those teams. Yeah. That's not happening. A Purdue? Absolutely. Sure, sure. The really, really, honestly, they're playing a blue blood. If they make it to the Elite Eight, they would be playing a North Carolina or a UCLA. A blue blood program. That's a hard game for me to call. But I'm doing it just purely out of America's team. They are just riding an adrenaline rush at that point. Especially if they win a Sweet 16 game and get, get to the Elite Eight. That's just pure emotion that's carrying you into the next round. I would like to see them beat Duke. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be so much fun. It's like Miracle on Ice fun. Yes, that's like, dude. That's like, do you believe in miracles? Yeah, that, that, that's that, good. That has potential to be the game that we talk about for the next 20 years. Yes, dude. Yes. That's why I want it to happen. You are connecting right I, now. I just want something like cool in the tournament that I tell my kids about. The Loyola Chicago run, absolutely, I'll tell my kids about. I won't. Oh, I will. Okay. That was fun. Well, I'm a Chicago guy. Right. I so. forgot about that. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's all good. It's okay. I'll tell my kids about the Michigan run. I'll tell my kids about Notre Dame getting their butts beaten the national championship by Alabama in football. You should tell BCS your kids Bowl. about that one time like three months ago that you were like, Notre Dame's making a Sweet 16, and then they were this close. They were this close. I was so, I forgot. That would have been a nasty Dude, take. that would have been a nasty hot take. Yeah, that they was were awesome. So, one game. We were one game away. So you can't. For someone who doesn't know a whole lot about college basketball, you can't say I don't pay attention when it matters. No, you're doing good. Yeah, I've done a good job. Well, you haven't. You haven't, but... Shout out South Dakota State. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. You, you had a lot more people than just South Dakota State to support you. Give me a hot take. Uh, hot take. Uh, Matt Ryan, he's been sent to the Colts. He has. We did not talk about that in NFL points. That's good. Guys, he he's making them a Super Bowl contender. Oh, boy. Yeah, they are. They are coming in. They're going to win the division over the Titans. Mm-hmm. They're going to win like thirteen games. Do the Titans even get into the playoffs this year? Mm-hmm. Wild card, secondary hot take. Wildcard. Okay, wild card. I respect that. I respect that. I I can get with that. Colts are. 
They don't even got to run through the Chiefs now. It's true. I mean, the Chiefs are still very good, but uh, you know what? Colts, I'm going to favor the Colts in the AFC Championship. That's what I'm going to say. Not only are they going to win the division, you think Matt Ryan makes them a straight-up Super Bowl contender? I don't think it's Matt Ryan alone. I think it's a culture that Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan brings in. He's going to revitalize himself as an MVP candidate. Now, he's not going to be top five in voting, but I'm saying like Matt Ryan's, we forget that two years ago, this guy was Matty Ice. Okay. When he has a good supporting cast, he can do it. He can do it. Now, do they have any weapons on the team? No, none. But you give him Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan, Michael Pittman. Good outline. Great outline. That's scary. I'm at a loss for words. That's what I would call a hot take. That is extremely hot. Piping hot. Yeah. Hot Mike Sports. Hot See, take. and I'm going to call this one early. It's eight months from now when the Super Bowl's on. I'll call you up on the show. Yeah, and be like, hey, man, where's the Colts? Yeah, and I'll be like, the right there, brother. Right there on your screen. No, when it's the, the Dolphins <laughs> in the Super Bowl, for God knows what reason. Top two seeds, Dolphins and Colts. Well, when when it's it. Mitch Trubisky versus Tua Tagovailoa in the AFC Championship game, what are you going to have to say for yourself? I'm going to say Money Mitch is, everyone knows at this point in his career, he's an MVP favorite, <laughs> but I'm going to go with the hot take because, hey, Tua turned the ball over. <laughs> Tua turned the ball over. That's what we're going to go with when that happens. Because now that I say that's, the Colts are going to go 13-3, and three, they're going to go 3 and or, I'm sorry, they have 17 games now. Now they're going to go 3-14 and 14 mm-hmm. and inevitably lose every game. <laughs> That's almost as good as Tot E6. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Uh, we got the baseball. We got the basketball. We got the football. La bum. <laughs> oh, dude. I oh, it's, it's time for a local sports hero. Oh, yeah. Saint of the week. Yep. Saint of the week. What? Saint, Saint of, of the week. week. Yeah. Uh, Saint, uh, should we, we should get some Saint of the week music. We do it. Yeah. I was just like, I told you long ago. Like that type of vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So our outro music, you just want me to play the outro music during the same. No, 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 no. I just mean we got to have something as iconic. Yeah, for sure. We know our outro music. We got to know Saint of the week music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we I know our hot be- mic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hot Everyone, chocolate. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yes. I mean, my Saint of the week. Is awesome. I'd say that you start. You start. <laughs> I'm going Jake Vera. Me too. Of the baseball team. We've got two up here. Yeah. Don't worry. We got a we got we got a male and a female candidate for Saint of the Week. Jake Vera. Uh, he's a junior outfielder. Yeah. Earned CCAC All Conference. I'm sorry, CCAC Player of the Week honors. No, trust me, I know. Uh, in USF's four games last week, he hit 462. He had six RBIs. He went two for three against Trinity Christian College. He collected two hits against Olivet Nazarene in a 9-3 game, including a double. Six of 13 at the plate. That's good. That's really good. And that's, that's why I had him. Jake I was Vera. Like, he, he won it for a reason. Right? Last won, week. Last week, three and one. Helped lead the Saints to a three and one starting conference. Yeah, that's that's great. For Obviously, them that's because they don't has, win a lot of games. It, it is slowed down. That's extremely uncalled for and <laughs> extremely rude. I'm gonna disal- I, I'm just gonna pretend that didn't happen. You gonna cut that out of the pod? No, I'm not gonna cut it out of the pod. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I, I, I'm just gonna pretend you didn't say it. All right, 
the second women's tennis player to win Saint of the Week. Gabriella Noah. Yeah, I was this close to picking her. Three victories, including an, one over an NCAA Division One opponent during the seven-day week. Dude, I didn't know that. Gabriella Noah, no, CCAC Gra- Athletic Conference Women's, Plen- Women's Tennis Player of the Week. Dude, I can't speak today. No, it's all good, man. We're tired. Yeah. She won a 6-4, 6-2 victory in the number three position. She's a freshman, also claimed 6-0, 6-0 wins. At the number one spot in USF 7-0 sweep over North Park University, which is D3. You said she's a freshman? Yes. Future's bright. Yes. For USF women's tennis, which obviously we By have the way, those 6-4, 6-2 win was in the game against Western Illinois. So She's good, dude. She's very good. Dang. I didn't even know that. Like, I, Gabriella I knew Noah, that. good at tennis. Yeah. <laughs> dude, what? That's insane. She beat a D1 opponent like that? Mm-hmm. Saint of the week. Yeah, that would have to be. That's worthy. Congratulations. Congratulations. Gabby. If I may call you that, it's great. Yes. Gabby, you you get all the respect in the world for that. Yeah, I mean women's tennis is awesome. Why'd you why'd you scoff? I did not. Okay. Just making sure. Grow the brand, baby. <laughs> Grow. Yeah, the yeah brand. I mean, shout out. Our saints, our local boys and girls, women and men, as I should probably say, because we're all adults we were, here. We were very close to getting a uh, Saint of the Week winner in the past on the show today. We were oh so close. Do we name drop? No, we do not name drop. All right, his name hopefully is. Hopefully he'll be on the show next week. It's a he. Go back and l- listen to other pods and uh, figure out who it was. I have an idea. You already know who it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot that I didn't have to guess. You guys have to guess. Losers. All right. You know what time it is. It's kind of been long awaited. It's that time. Shout outs and mentions. Ben, R.I.P. Bruno. Here we go. Oh, just a solo. All right. Shout out Mark LeFleur. Mark LeFleur. Get ready to the wild. That's why. Yeah. Uh, shout out for everything you've done for Chicago for the year that you've here. Mark Andre Fleury. Mark Andre Lefleury. <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury. Thank you for all of one season of not winning hockey, but it wasn't your fault. You no, did good. It really wasn't. You did good, kid. Shout out the Yankees. Okay. For failing uh-huh. their whole fan base, which is so fun to see them. I love watching themselves. them melt down on Twitter. It is good. Shout out the Giants and the Rays for mm-hmm, always making mm-hmm, it work. Mm-hmm. Shout out Alex, you know, for waking me up. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up, send him a phone. Dude, as the intro was playing, I Ben picked up the phone. I think I called him five times. And he, he picked up the phone as the intro was playing. Which is there was more music playing than normal during our intro because I was trying to get Ben on the phone. <laughs> that would be my fault, everybody at home. Uh shout out Anthony. Yeah. Shout out Elvia. Yeah. Saba. Yeah. Uh Mark. All right. Why not? Okay. Uh, shout out security down here. Yeah, for sure. And I'll leave you with that. All right. Shout outs and mentions for me. Shout out Jake Vera, Saint of the Week. Shout out Gabriella Noah, Saint of the Week. Shout Daniel out Lady. Villanova. Shout out St. Peter's. Yes. yes. Shout out March Madness. Peacocks. Shout out March Madness for the best time of the year. My favorite, favorite holiday. It's a month long and it needs to be treated as a national holiday. There should be no work or school Thursday to Friday throughout the month month of March. 
Besides that, I don't really got anything else. While we're talking Munster Sour Cereal, Sour Reese's Puffs, Captain Crunch. All right. Love you all. Coach shout, out, shout out each and every one of you for listening yes. to us. Follow the Twitter at WCSF Couch Coach. It's fun. At WCSF Couch Coach. We'll see you next week, Thursday, 7 to 9. And of course, we'll listen to you on the podcast as well. If you're there, if you're on the pod, say what's up to us live next time. Facts. WCSF.streamon.fm. Thursday, 7 to 9 a.m. Shout out Sean Mahalik, by the way. Oh, yes. NBA analyst. Yes, we're Twitter personalities now, by the way. Everyone follows yeah. on Twitter. WCSF Couch. Coach. All right. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. And if it's not, what if well, it's not? Live like it is. All right. All right. Let's have a day, baby. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen.